We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go fishing They got to stay at home They ain't Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh. Good morning and welcome to this rather damp Saturday morning on the NQ Fishing Show. Uh, lovely weather to see a bit of rain through the night. Just about every night of the week has been awesome storms. 
Good morning, Marty. Oh, Gary, good morning to you, my friend. How are you? Fantastic. How have you been? Have you done any road trips with all this rain or you've been in yeah, town? Yep, um, yeah, my, my work truck is a little bit injured at the moment. I know, some, I've seen it on the back of pre- the... Pretty serious things going on with her. I did ring you when I seen it go past me on the back of the RACQ yeah, truck yeah. the other day. Well, I went and seen the powers at B and said, Oi, boys, there's a few Ks on this rig now. Time to cough up a new one. So they are. So I'll have a new... Um, are they? A, a new car, yeah, not too far away. So like 10 years? No, 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 be very, wouldn't want to be. Do you have to go and see Crimo? Yeah, I go and push Crimo in the back. Oi, get this sorted, <laughs> yeah, Mr. On, Crimston. Yeah, no, you, it's done you well. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's done me very well. Look, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm the same as you, it doesn't have to be luxury, but as long as it keeps me safe on the highway, yeah. I do some serious travelling, you know, out to the Curry and Richmond and all yeah. that, and them roads out there are a little purgatory sometimes. So yeah, you need a good car. Yeah, yeah, as long as I'm safe if I if I hit a red or something like that, because some of them big reds out there, that is just that, they are huge. Oh, they're massive. They, they are huge, yeah. and I want to make sure I get home to the family. Yeah, so. don't want to be walking along the side of the road out yeah. there. Look, if, if you're in any car apart from a truck, if you hit a cow, it's 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 a fifty fifty. But in a truck, you've, in, in a in a four drive or something, you've got a fighting chance. In a in a small car, if you hit a cow, oh, no. doing one hundred and ten, that's that's they it. don't budge. No, no, no. No, knee kangaroos are fairly solid. Yeah, I've hit a couple of pigs now. Yep. When I when I first started, I hit uh, um, I had a Hyundai i forty, and um, I hit a little pig. Um, when I say little, probably about thirty kilos, and yep. my car nearly done front endos. It just went and <laughs> absolutely what? crumbled. They are like a. It's just like hitting a stone. Oh, everything. Yeah, even like when a we were rock. kids, wombats and stuff like that. And we've all bumped into a ruin and stuff like that. But one of the funniest um, hits I ever seen hmm. was my uncle had an. Like this is many years ago. I was only about ten. Hmm. My uncle had an XR Falcon yeah. sedan back then. Pretty fancy in its day. Yeah. So Uncle Al had an, and that's what I learned to drive in when I was about ten or eleven. And um, Uncle Al put a new bull bar on it. Back then, bull bars weren't aluminium or yeah. composite. They were solid steel. You could hardly lift them up. And because uh, Uncle Al was working on the stations out west, yeah. So he thought it was really cool. And he hit an emu <laughs> in it. Yep. And yeah, <laughs> he hit an emu with his new bull bar. Yep. And the whiplash of the emu hitting the bull bar slung the emu's head into the middle of Al's bonnet and rode his bonnet off. <laughs> well, that's the only thing that would have caused damage because yeah. they are like hitting a balloon. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he saved the front of the car, but the whiplash of the head of the emu smashed into I'll be heartbroken if I had an emu. Yeah, sorry to all uh, you emu lovers out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, good morning to uh, Peter. Savage. Savage, mate. <laughs> Emus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we. When I say Peter, I don't mean the bloke Peter, I mean the uh, foundation. Yeah. When, when what we, is it, Peter or Petter? Petter, P-E-T-A. I think. Yeah, Petter. People's ethical treatment of animals. So yeah. do not fish, they reckon. Hmm. But yet, they put down over 1,500 animals a year in their shelter in America. Very sad. Yeah. Look, anyway, I, that's it, another story. I I fight for what they believe in, but um, you can't push your views on the no. like that little post that I put up saying that if you um, if you take fish out of the water and starve them of oxygen and and such and such that's and such and such, views, isn't it? That, that's people's views, but they push it, and and we don't push. Well, we push back when they push us. So. Yeah. So that we, we hence why they weren't part we of our barrel special. We enjoy our fishing. We enjoy our hunting. 
For um, sure. We enjoy that type of stuff. They do what they do. They, yeah, it was funny, their comment, because there are more... If Because the, that where that meme was first put up, it obviously comes from their site. So um, there's like 4 million comments on it. Yes. And most of the comments were actually... Not from people like you and I or whatever taking the fish and, and, and humanely um, ending its life and taking it home for mum and dad yeah. and the kids. Their problem was catch and release. They can't understand catch and release. Why would you put the animal through pain, put it through that just to let it go? And it, it, sort of, it opens up a valid point because, you know, all these people, they go, oh, catch and release, I'm a catch and release fisherman and... Yeah. They old pump of the chest and they think they're something special because they don't take a barramundi home. You can see their side of it and saying, well, why why chase a barramundi? Why put it through that? And, and look, there's no – and I'm certainly not on Peter's side. Are you no. getting soft, mate? No, no. I'm no, certainly, But you can't tell me that fish don't go through pain. They know what's going on. Grunters were grunt, the, you know. The, 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 mate, it's – they, if, if they didn't feel pain, they wouldn't stress. And every fish shop owner says if fish well, need to everything be... everything stresses. Everything stresses. But you need a brain and you need to feel things for that. Pain is pain with animals is a, is an unknown quantity. We don't know. Well, a we dog doesn't done. yelp when it gets kicked just because it feels like it. It's but because see, it hurts. When we were on the farm and we would landmark and mules... Mule sheep, which is saves them from fly strike and stuff like that. Mm. You would put a lamb in the cradle, mm. mark it, mules it, tip it out of the cradle, and they shake their bums and mm. then start eating grass as soon as they can. It probably hurts them, but we don't know their tolerance to pain. No, we, we don't. don't. It, it's an interesting one, mate. It's and, and as you look, said, I'm a fisherman yeah. and I'm a hunter and I love providing for my family. That's it. Yeah, no one's same, ever going to change my views. Yeah, we're we're the same. We yeah. have shot all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but that's a, you know it's it's what uh, take it or like it or lump it. It's it's what yeah. humans do. We, we get enjoyment out of it, and people who get enjoyment out of catch and release, good on them. But don't, don't knock us for taking the fish home for our family. Yeah, you know, don't promote yourself because, and it's true. They they do these catch and release guys always make noise about it. Oh, catch and release, catch and release, catch and release. Who gives a crap? They've all just switched off now. I don't care because <laughs> we want real but, people. But you notice in a lot of um, a lot of tournaments over the years how the line class goes up, um, basically to get that fish in as quick as you can. Yeah, for and, sure. And get get it off the line and away as quick as you can. So, yeah. And a lot of the catch and kill tournaments aren't there anymore like it used to be. They're gone. Oh, well, not all, but some, yeah. Yeah, it, it's more, um, it, it has turned the circle, um, the old catch and kill. Well, it's only turned stuff. the circle because we're forced for it to happen because uh, it's frowned upon and all the do-gooders of the world are making and it's true it, it's it, well, that much do, noise yeah you you look at about um, it you look at everything around the world what you can't talk about or what you can call people or geez when the things mm. i was called when i was a, on a building site half the people now would go and cry and hide in the toilet. oh yeah and but there's no point really us harping on about it. We're in terrible we're shape. Up. The people who are making decisions for our future are, are um, very, very strange but we individuals. we can still go fishing. 
and do and will. No one will ever stop us from but doing that. Just look at um, Western Australia. The recreational ban over there has been implemented. Hor- horrific. Yeah. So the poor people over there with their demercial species. Um, nine months. Yes. Nine months. And, and for over. those that don't realise, Baron Mundy is a demersal species. Yeah. So so yeah, we're we're pretty lucky here. So yeah. we. <clears throat> We um, like the three months is a brilliant thing that close season. I'm all, I'm all for it, but it gets me so excited for when it reopens. Um, oh, I don't know. I, as you know, I went yesterday in that heat, and we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it in a second. I wish it was a five month closure because it was so hot on that water yesterday. Yeah, look, it's uh, we're not kids no more. We suffer now. Oh, hence, badly. hence badly. most of my fishing is in the middle of the night, mate. <laughs> it's a lot more comfortable. Hey, mate, I said to Kayleen we'll probably be joining Marty in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, I'll ram your ass if I see you on my wall. Oh, <laughs> you won't see me. No, you'll be stealthy, mate. Every man and his dog's on there now. I see all their posts. Yeah. So so what happened, mate? Something in your coffee. Hmm. But no, it, uh, it, it, it's a changing world, mate, as we live in. Just look at the energy and all that type of thing. I, I think that'll come crashing down with them trying to get rid of coal and gas and stuff like that. But that's unfortunately the people who make these decisions never get held to account when it all falls in in a big heap. No, they're like emus. They're, they're, they're gone. <laughs> yeah, in the wind. They've got their government pension and they're, and they're gone. It, hmm. it Mate, it's, it, it's like... The, the the crime around the country at the moment, not just Townsville. We know what's going on in Townsville. Yeah. But look at the Alice and all those areas. And it, it took such a, a big uproar publicly for mm. them to even get off their chair to go and have a look. So, yeah. but anyway, we we go fishing for our relaxation, mate. We do indeed, which often turns into non-relaxation. Oh, yesterday. I went yesterday. It would have been bloody hot. Tell me the story, Gaz. Well... Hadn't fished. Season opened. So right. I said to Kayleen, righto, we're going uh, down south. Flying the banner for the fishing show, mind you. Yeah, I thought I'm going to go for a fish tomorrow. I was hoping to see sorry. some fish come up. Mate, it was too hot for them to bite. I'm sure of it. Mate, you know what? I don't, I'm not knocking you because I know many a friend who I've had a chat with. Zeros. Well, mate, nothing. I'm, Something shut them down. There's some charter guides that go all right that have had two days of zeros. Yeah, yeah. So yep. I'm going all right. Yeah, I did get one on, but get what he jumped off. Yeah, but I went um, went down south, Morrissey's way, hmm. to go round to Bomber and fish along the flats. Lovely area. Got to the boat ramp, mm. and it started off well. Handle sweaty conditions, winch handle slipped out of hand. Boat going off trailer, handle spinning at a million miles an hour. Danger. Big chunk out of arm. Give a look. Oh, that is a good chunk. Look what the old girl done to me. That bruise? Yeah. That's halfway through your arm. She drunk too much piss and bit me, <laughs> being silly. <laughs> At least it was your arm. She got all provocative and now I'm in yeah. pain. <laughs> so, I've taken photos for the lawsuit. Oh, I'd get her. Oh, yeah. uh, so, so yes, the wind channel smashed into my forearm, took a massive chunk of skin out and then into the first aid kit into the boat. And here's a, here's a tip. I've got a first aid kit in the boat. Right. So into it, and I've got the antiseptic cream in there. Antiseptic? Oh, you know that antiseptic cream. <laughs> I'm just wondering who antiseptic was. It's 15 years out of date. <laughs> 
just start sizzling and bubbling. <laughs> oh, look, I was Carolyn goes, how long's this been in here? I said, I don't know. Better check the date. Yeah, 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Still put it on. Speaking of the date, because I want to keep talking to your story, tell the people how important it is to check your water bottle because you're getting crooked through the week. I, I did. I had uh, I have a water bottle at work Yeah, yeah. I drink out of. Yeah. And, and this is a serious thing. Yeah, this is serious. So it's just screw-on lid, so I fill it with, put it in the fridge, mm. a bit of cordial, and then drink it during the week. And then at the start of the week, mm. I'm going, geez, my guts are feeling a bit funny here. I actually feel sick. And I, I'm, you know me, I don't get all sick no. very often. And my guts are feeling really funny, grumbling. And then the next day I'm at work sipping my water, guts are grumbling, and, and then oh, I've got to go to the loo. And it's been going around. I thought this is going around. It is going around, there was Tommy. A bit both. of vomiting and a bit of vomiting both ends. Yeah, and yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get get what everyone's been getting. And then my guts go oh, off to the toilet. Brr, off I went. <laughs> it didn't actually sound like that, but but <laughs> but uh, but that was getting the gears. So anyway, I went to the toilet. Off I went. It was more like it. Right. So uh, and then oh, that was much better. And then for the next couple of hours, I go, oh, do I have to go back to a bit? So all that day, my guts are grumbling. And then the next day, I thought, oh, I just don't feel like eating or drinking anything. Yeah. So I didn't. And my guts went, geez, they're all right. Feel, feel better. Right. Next morning at work, guts are going, hey, they're all right. So my water bottle had been on my desk mm. next to my computer. And I thought, oh, I'll top my water bottle up. So I took the lid off and went, oh, my God. And then I looked in there. And uh, yeah, you could have grown mushrooms in there. There was that much mold and stuff stuck. Could in the have been wall. really dangerous. So and that's with water. That was with water with a little bit of cordial in it. So I'd it been, would have been the cordial that turned it. Yeah. So I'd been drinking this green floating mat of stuff Ugh. in my water bottle. Oh, and as soon God. as I cleaned it and stopped doing it, my gut, boom, guts were good as gold. You think I got people turning off? <laughs> so, yeah, that, that <laughs> Our was, ratings just that, went to seven. That was my week, I thought, gee. But anyway, went down uh, went down the creek, went out the front yep. of um, Cleveland Bay to do across the front there. And yes. The water was a little bit dirty than what I expected. Hmm. Um, so, threw a few lures along the mangrove lines and stuff like that. And, yeah. And not... Nothing really. Then went for a run in the bay a little bit. That dirty big trench out the front of Baratus, I was way around there. Yeah. That's how far I got around. Yeah. Seen one of the weirdest things, and I don't know what it was because I never seen it again. I'm cruising along in the barra. Yeah, that's it. I did see one. <laughs> I did see one, but the usual size. Anyway, I'm cruising along, and this thing poked out of the water hmm. you know like whales put their head up and then slide back down yeah yeah it, it was like that but it wasn't that big it was real and i waited for it to. you got to, yourself a turtle head there my friend no no <laughs> <laughs> no, devil. no it was more point like a pointy croc head it came out of the water and then back down and gone probably was and i didn't see it again and I sat and I looked and I looked exactly where it was and I thought I thought it might have been a tree floating, but no, it was really weird. I don't, I, I don't know what it was. That is unusual. Yeah. So I ended up back in the creek and it, and it was, as you know, it was a 3.3 metre tide. It was dirty. Yuck. It was so hot. I, I, we love finding banks out of the breeze yeah, for but fish, but I had... 
to try and find it. And in the end, mm. I went, no, I, I can't. You've got to still enjoy yourself. Yeah. It you, was, if you're not enjoying yourself, put her on the trailer, head home. Well, and, we, and we did. And you know when the sweat runs down your forehead and in your eyes and you mm. start stinging in the eyes. And uh, I, I, I got – I hooked one little rat barra. Mm. Jumped it off and then had another good belt and then I went nah. Yeah, in our yeah. glory days, nothing stopped us. Mate, oh, we'd yeah. be out there all day. I, I mean, don't know. We got to look after ourselves a bit now. I mm. did say to Kayleen, "That's it. I'm moving to Mount Kosciuszko because <laughs> oh, we was so hot." Well, look, no, it's it's stagnant at the moment. Hence the oh. rain that we're getting over night time, but it's just stifling. It's a the humidity must be out of control. How we haven't. Uh, there ha- hasn't been a low form is beyond me. Well, I, will one form? Oh, who, I don't know, mate. The the bureau forecasts eleven a year. We're lucky to have eleven in the well, last. Well, even over years. in WA and Darwin and and them uh, them real hot spots aren't even having many lows form. I, you know the the, the thing about um, WA through the Kimberley, and as you know, I spent a lot of time up there. Hmm. Um, and and the, all that flooding through Fitzroy Crossing and and all that washing the road away, and then south of Broome and mm-hmm. and through Willare and those areas washing away. That that is a massive big floodplain. But yes, there was a lot of water there. But one thing that made me me laugh, not laugh really, it's quite obvious, is how they were going on about the Fitzroy River, which is runs out there through Derby and near Derby and through Hall, uh, Fitzroy Crossing and all through there. Yeah. But when, you, when you're driving to Derby, you go over the Fitzroy. But when you get close, it gets you up onto a flood... You drive up onto a flood bank. Right. And it's about 25 kilometres you're up on this bank of road, and that's how wide this river gets. Okay. So it's... It's not an unnatural thing for the Fitzroy River to be 25 kilometres wide. It's amazing. But but the water they had at Fitzroy Crossing... And we're not talking Rockhampton Fitzroy here. No, this, this is, is um, Derby yep. and the Kimberley. So mm. to see that water all through the Kimberley is a natural occurrence, but just hasn't happened in the last 100 <laughs> years, as they always say. But yeah, not, it's not good for all our people through, through those areas, the, but... And the Kimberleys, what an incredible place. And I can't say that from first-hand experience, but my only experience of it is, is, is uh, Malcolm Douglas. And uh, we, that was his most favourite place in the world. And um, it's incredible, incredible, especially like the Cascades and where the water pumps through. Remember where, uh, with the, the tide? The horizontal waterfall. The horizontal waterfall is absolutely incredible. And I think I mentioned it before, but he was heartbroken one year he went back. Um, and, like, this is God's. It's genuine oh, mate, God's country. Once upon a time, the horizontal waterfalls was you had to boat to it. Yeah. From Derby or Broome. Or, yeah. Um, but now they fly in there and camp there. And Well, he rocked up there one day in his... He used to have the Ampole Stacer boat, whatever it was. Seen it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, Rick, for its day. And he comes around the corner to the horizontal waterfalls, and this this is his pride and joy. This place, and um, someone in their wisdom had decided to spray paint such and such was here, and it broke his heart. He was so angry, so angry. But and it makes you think like this is this is you just know don't mess with this joint. And yeah. someone has pulled their boat up, got out, and spray painted that they were here on the rocks. Mate, you see that everywhere you go. You do see that everywhere. Look, under bridges, there's a billion places you can do it. 
You know, even the big massive rock on the side of the highway. Yeah, sure. But this, so I, I don't know if that sounds hypocritical of me saying, look, I can handle that. But, you know, Papa Jimbo with his memorial under the Nathan Street Bridge. Someone, someone prized it off. Someone prized I mean, come on. Yeah, Who so, are you people? Yeah, so, so yesterday, um, very oppressive. Jumped one little rock oh, barrel and, and came home. But one thing that was not- notable and a lot of people will know today um, – as I went down there, went down over the New Horton Bridge at about six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, not too bad under the under the bridge. It was a bit dirty, a little right. bit of run. Twelve thirty, come back over it. Filthy. Had risen about five foot. Was pumping. Was pumping, which means it's going to get higher. There's a lot of water coming down from Clare and up through that way. That's um, going to pump through that. And the Horton. And they'll continue today. The Horton today, I would say, is out of bounds. Um, for mm. fishing, it would be horrible uh, unless all those people go to the weir wall mm. and all fish at the bottom of the weir wall like they do. So I see the results come back from Morrissey's, uh, the scientific results from Horton. Uh, from Horton, sorry, with zero contaminants. Yeah, it was it was as Reese or a lot of people said it's the the grass breaking down and right. starving the water of a natural occurrence in swamps and okay. and stuff like that all over australia it doesn't matter where it is okay um yeah so uh, which was which good. is good news yeah because there was a lot of talk about the acid from the truck that rolled on the highway and, and look it's fair enough having that talk yeah. it, you, you know it's um timing and coincidence so it, a hand. it'll be interesting well this f- flow that's going down it now will give it a good flush out hmm. um so it'll be it'll bounce back the good old horton yeah so so yeah, it was uh, it was a very hot day yesterday, and and just you know that. How the, many boats were on the water, Gaz? I seen about two. Two, but you weren't in a popular area. No, no, no. I was out and about. Yeah. So so, and the reason you went there last year, you rocked up, or a couple of years ago, you went out a bit of a fish there on a certain the yeah, yeah, and smacked them and had a great day on it. Mm. Not massive fish. Um, Don't need to be. But but around the little mangroves that. Like across that front, there's little patches of beaches. There's bigger mangroves, then there's little mangroves that are only at the tops of them are at the height of the water at mm-hmm. about three metres and fishing around through them. But when I got there yesterday, um, it was dirty, the wind was blowing on it, and the wind was supposed to be coming from a different direction. According. And it was meant to be two knots yesterday. Yeah, and I just because if it was two knots, I thought I might go for a look over the sand spit and around the front of the sand spit and yeah, have, yeah. A, have a day of it. But when I got there and it was blowing me into the beach and into the mangroves, I went, no, I'm... This ain't me. This ain't me. You know when you get there and you're all ready to go home within the first half hour? Yeah, yeah. That was it. That's where you were. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Look, if you rocked up to your this little spot and there was bait moving, even if the water was dirty and there was bait there, you would have gone, right, I'm going to give this a proper there good There was work. still bait there. Oh, there was? Yeah, there was bait oh, I'm surprised you didn't push it a bit harder. It was, mate, it was just not comfortable. It okay. Was, oh, were they little rollers coming yeah, in there? Yeah, it, it was, yeah. It, you just couldn't fish how you wanted to fish. Well, at least you know the bait still holds up there. Yeah, the bait was there. So that's, a, 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 you can't cut that spot off now. It's a, it's a nice little area because it's... Obviously, small mangroves, Mm -hmm. then the corner sticks out a little bit with higher mangroves. And these bigger mangroves have fallen in and have made a heap of little laydowns along the beach. And, um, yeah, just the water. You know, last time I was there, you could see the barras coming from under the greenery and stuff like that. Yeah. You wouldn't have seen a submarine come from under the greenery to swim past your little Yeah, no. 
And you just... Ass- okay. Territorians, that's what they look for. That's what they're yes. used to. Us, we drop our head. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break. We will, hey, before we go, yes. you went to Tackle World, brought yourself a beautiful new Dobbins, I matched did. it up with a gorgeous um, Calcutta Conquest. How did it go? You, we can talk about that after the song and ad break, but it went very, very well. Good. Not good on the fish because yeah. there was none there. But and you got that stigma out of your head that you weren't tall enough to use a long rod. Yes, good. Yes, but we'll talk about that good. Uh, when we come back after this song and ad break. <laughs> Yeah, we're 
COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road Town. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A lot of phone calls coming through during the song and ad break. We We got got to them though, buddy. Yeah, we got to them all, mate. That was very, very good. New rod and reel combo. Yes. Um, The Dobbins rod. Sierra. Yes. Um, yep. Or is it a fusion? No, Sierra, you got. Oh, there you go. Um, and the <laughs> Calcutta Conquest 100. Yep. Um, reels are real. You know me. Reels are real to me. But no, it, they're it's, not. It's nice to have a no, something very flash for a for a change. Yep. Um, considering I was using a thirty dollar Corrado for the last two and a half years, which I may say is still going going. Yep. So nice. Hey, look, round ba- baitcasters are making their surge again. I've always, you and I have always been. Oh, we've always loved them. Yes, always loved them. You know, and I, I'm not perverse to having a, a um, con, a, a small low profile. Yeah. Uh, on the rod that I'm using, no drama at all. But I do love my. Yeah. My the, the biggest difference. The biggest um, difference was the rod, um, how soft at the tip it was, mm. and the extra um, something that you'd enjoy. The extra six inches mm. <laughs> um, was uh, just made a little bit longer mm-hmm. um, than what I'm used to, um, so it w- it was different. Um, I thought the accuracy um, would be affected in the cast, but no, it actually made it an effortless cast. To oh be yeah, honest. and that's only going to improve for you. Yeah, one of the big notices was um, when you do an underhand cast. Yep. Um, because it was a six foot six rod, there was two foot of rod still in the water when I was on the nose of the boat. Because I'm not very no, it wasn't. It no. wasn't that bad. But the underhand cast, um, a little bit easier when it loads up on the tip and mm. flicks out compared to my IMX, which is a Loomis. As we all know, I'm very partial to Loomis and Samarkin gear. Yeah. Um, they don't. The rods I normally use aren't as flexible in the tip part of it. No. So. 
So, yeah, it was uh, much easier to cast underhand. Yeah, um, and the sensitivity of them. And not knocking – your IMX was well before its day. Oh, yeah. But it's still old technology now. The graphite is not what it is today. The, the sensitivity that you're going to be getting out of the likes of Edges and Robins and uh, Dobbins and all of them sort of rods, and there's a myriad of them on the market, is, is next level. They're just – Incredible! Oh, it was it was Marty. I was a bit apprehensive of never fishing a rod like that before. Mm. My usual thought of a rod like that is, oh, I'm going to chase some whiting. This will be fun. Yes, that's how. And yeah, to, for our listeners, don't don't get confused and think that Gaz is using a bit of spaghetti no. because it's it's very soft in the tip. And like we always yes. say, that the barrows woof that down before they felt anything, and then. All of the because the taper of the rod, every, all the strength is in the butt section. Yes, and um, and really a stick like yours, like the Sierras and everything, being a, a, a super fast taper, um, it's three quarters of the way up the rod where the backbone really kicks yes, in. Yes, it does, mate. Yeah, it was. It was. They're nice. beautiful rods to fight with. I can't wait to actually load it up on a real fish. Yeah, I, it's I, funny. I've been harping on about how your hookup rate's fucking... It's, it's, it's second It's second to none. Is, swear jar. It's no, no, terrible. that wasn't a swear word. It's terrible. And <laughs> it I, did it again, I did it again yesterday. Sorry. I, I'd been using... Well, I'd bought some trocar. Yeah. Eagle Claw trocar hooks. That was a good little post you put up. About the little rig. Yeah, yeah. I... I've been. You've been doing a bit of DIY stuff. What are you bored? I yeah, you know you like doing DIY stuff. I know you like doing DIY yeah. stuff. You've been so, doing it for yourself forever. for years. Um, big projects too. <laughs> you idiot. So uh, so um, I thought I oh, I've looked at the rigs they do in the states, and there's yeah. a rig over there called a Texas rig, yes, which they have a lot of success. And mm. the reason I went that way, I got some Eagle Claw trocar hooks from the gang at Tackle World on mm. Ingham Road there, um, because Eagle Claw um, send us a bunch of stuff up, Taxbow Eagle Claw to yep. give away. Um, no trocar yet, no, uh, but it will come, and it's uh, sexy stuff, and it's really nice and sharp. Um, so I bought a couple of packets and I thought the thing with them, and this is, I've still got to get my head around it. When we use a normal worm hook, mm -hmm. the eye of the hook is opposite to the way the hook runs. Yes. So we can put a loop through, we can put our line through it, put a ball sinker on it and do our little loop. And it, to and, it and that's how we do it with our standard mm -hmm. yes. hook. The trocar hook... The eye runs the same line as your hook. So if you do a loop, it turns your hook on the side. Okay. So I thought, how am I going to use this because I haven't used a hook like this? There's, pro there's probably a multitude of guys out there that have used a hook with the eye running mm -hmm. along and, and know how to rig it, but I didn't. Also on the trocar hook is a spring at the eye yes. where you wind your soft plastic into it. Isn't that a challenge in 95% humidity, Ugh. 35 Especially degrees? Especially the likes of a Z-Man or something. It was a Z-Man Dolzeal <laughs> Minnow trying to screw this thing onto this corkscrew <laughs> with a ton of sweat in my eye on my hands and it slipped. Anyway. Um, you so don't pre-rig them? I will do now, mate. Yeah, yeah, mate. After that. In the air con, in <laughs> your lounge room, yeah. pre-rig it, lay them out nice and flat. So I... I didn't didn't know how to rig this hook with a, with the eye running straight, not opposite to mm -hmm. to our normal. So I jumped on the net and I found the the Texas rig 
that they use in the States, which I thought, I'm going to have a go at this. So the sinkers they use for a Texas rig are like a bullet shape. So think of a 303 projectile, not, yes. the, not the cartridge and and the projectile, but just the projectile, yes. which is the thing. The bit that, that hurts. The bit that hurts, yes. <laughs> so they've got one of them with a hole through it, and then they push the line from the pointy end down, and then they put a green a bead on it to stop that chafing away at your knot. Much the same as the bead that you would put um, when you're running a weedless yes. rig, so your hook doesn't keep. Yeah, so I, I got... I and trying to find those bullet-shaped sinkers oh. is near on impossible. Where did you get some from? I had to get them from overseas. Oh, so you've really gone into this? I've gone into this. <laughs> so, so yeah, I I went and seen the sh- the shops. I went into Tackleworld. They didn't have any there. Um, and then a few other areas I went and had a look and couldn't find them. So yeah, I jumped on the net and grabbed a couple of packets. Right. Um, Already had the bead, the little soft rubber beads. Yes. So I rigged this up um, on a 3-0, got mocked for my size of the hook, Ash. <laughs> Morning, Good on boys. you, Ash. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I put that on there. Well, obviously the hook is conducive with whatever plastic you're running. Yeah, it is, mate. And, and I can see the point of the boys where they say 7 or 10s if the plastic will take a 10-0 hook. Yeah, yeah, um, there's no point putting it in the 3-inch. No. So plastic. anyway, I, I, it's all tro- trial and error. So I started casting this and swims beautifully. Pulls through the water nice and straight. Right. Um, really nice. Because it's a bullet head, there is a tendency for it to roll over the snag. And if the hook isn't perfectly on the body or just in a little bit, mm. can hook up right. a little bit. But the slower you go, the better. But in saying that, still didn't help me hook the barra. But I had that much slack line. Oh, so uh, was that rigged at the fish age? Yes, yeah. Okay. Where did they eat you, in the timber or were we on the, the flats? Right on the timber, right, right behind up. a laydown running parallel to the bank. I went over it yeah. and then had a heap of slack line. In dirty water? Filthy. Eat? Yeah, but you still got eaten, see? I still got eaten and, yeah, and uh, jumped, jumped, thump, out it came. That's where you want to put a black. I bet you had a white on. That's where I'd go black. No, I had black and gold. Oh, you did that black? Yep. Yeah. I had black and gold on. Um, But the rig, the little rig I set up worked a real treat. I was really happy with it. It, If you wound, the the good thing about it was I get impatient, so I wind really fast when I'm impatient. Mm. But if you do that, it comes back in on its side, yeah, so it yeah. makes you wind very slowly, and yeah. it's a great action. And the thing with plastics is barrows will follow it out for 30 metres before they eat. Yeah. And it's probably important while we're talking about it, because we mentioned, Gaz and I just spoke about it a second ago, I said, did you go black? Yep, dirty water. And the reason for that, uh, if you don't realise, and I know a lot of you do, but if you put a white lure or a gold lure or something on in that dirty water, it basically disappears in it. You can't see it. Um, but then when you grab a black lure or a black plastic out of your tackle box and you run that through the dirty water, it stands out like the proverbial. It works the opposite way around. You'd think dirty water going to use a fluorescent lure. That's common sense. That's what, but it doesn't work that way. Dirty water, the dirtiest colour lure you've got stands out far more. Yeah. And, and that's that's the theory behind it. And it's not a theory because in practicality. Pra- so, practi- practicality, Marty. Thank you very much. You got it the second time too. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> so I made you say it so you couldn't take the, the mickey out of me. Um, and, and it works. It, it, it just stands out so much more. And it, it's the same sort of theory of a nighttime. On the dead black moons, when I'm on my walls yep. trolling, I won't grab out a white lure like your brain tells you to. I'll yep. grab out a straight black, which to the eye is incredibly unappealing. Yeah, and you got to get your brain around it that that's the colour you should be having on because it works off a silhouette in that situation. Yeah. What I've actually done, also moving along in the um, get up with the program mm-hmm. last Saturday when I dropped the prizes off at Tackle World, I actually bought some of that red dip that you dip your soft plastic Nothing into. Nothing wrong with that. Don't spill it. The spike it. Yes. Spike it. Tackle World have got quite a few different ones there, and there was one there. I think I got the shrimp You went flavor. red, did you? Yeah. As opposed to – so your tails turn red. Yes. And the theory behind that is red's one of the last colours to disappear yeah. in the UV. Disappear. Hence, and hence why I'll, I'll have a knife in my hand, the pen. Disappear is the Disappear. Word. Yes. Um, it's one of the last colours, which is why the Rapala. Are you finished? Yes. <laughs> you nasty little individual. <laughs> yeah. Nasty little man. Um, use that in their UV rated lures a lot. Um, yep. I'm not a fan of red. I, I only went that way. And I'll be honest, you've told me about it. But um, Connor, when I fished with Connor before the season, dipped all his soft plastic tails yep. in red. Yep. And the boys fished so well. Yeah, yeah. It was just, and that's where. Hey. You'd be be part of the sheep in that situation. Yeah, and and as we as I said when I before Christmas when we were talking about it when I did fish with Connor, my patience level to see how slow they roll the soft plastics out of the snag mm. and wind it all the way to the boat at the same speed is I just went I don't do that. As soon as it gets out the end of the snag, she's back to me by a hundred mile an hour. Yeah, you can't do that. No. So, but I still got to work. I've still got to work on patience. Patience. It's akin to to some. I can't sit at the, the traffic lights. Does my head in? I'll I'll, I'll go an extra kilometre further so that I'm not sitting at the traffic lights. But throwing at a snag, I can throw at that snag if I know there's a fish in there. For half oh. a day and at the same speed all the way back to the boat. I don't know what it is. I have so the worst have, patience, but yeah. not with fishing. No. So, uh, yes, I uh, I bought some red dip. I didn't use it yesterday because it was ju- I could have used it as sunscreen. It was that, wow. that hot. Important note to note with your spikets, do not get it on your clothes. Do not get it on your boat, on your floor, because once it's there, that's it. That's it. I've got it in a zip seal bag. Yeah, in the top be of very, table. very careful when you open that lid and dip your lure in. So anyway, my little um, trocar, Eagle Claw trocar Texas rig works a treat. Beautiful. Just got to put it into practice now. Yes. Um, and uh, away we'll go. So, yeah, it was good, mate. The new rod and reel combo was just so, so nice. What braid are you running on it, Gaz? I've got Yuzuri on it. Okay, yep. Oh, that one that they sent us? Yeah. I Is got... it nice? Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. I'll get, I'll get uh, some more sent up. Yep. Um, and so run the Yuzuri braid in 30 pound over it. Very, yep. very, very nice. Um, well, I haven't put it to the test on a real fish yet, but... You can always tell. It holds pretty good to the snag. I've had some pretty flash braid on my reels over the years that have just been snot. Yes. I wouldn't 
wouldn't wee on it if it was on fire. Yeah, there's some. There's been some horrible stuff out there. There's there a lot of cheap stuff on the market now that a lot of people are buying. Yeah, just because it's got a big name brand name on it doesn't mean it's any good. No, there's it can have whatever it likes written on the uh, on the spool. Mm. Um, depends where you buy it from. You can buy you can buy a thousand meters off eBay of fifty pound, mm. um, but when it turns up from wherever you get it. That fifty pound is equivalent to two hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, they're they're a different yeah. beast. They are, and some people love it. Like if you're bottom bashing out the reef, oh, rip the heads off. Perfect. Doesn't matter, mate. Perfect. Yeah, no one wants to be losing. No, but for us, it's like that's where the important. We should probably cover that really, really quick. Like the braids now, are like eight carriers, four carriers, and so forth. Like, so let's talk pen power pro or your fins, which was super popular in the mid 2000s and everything. And a great braid. It's what they call a four carrier. Basically, four means there's four strands intertwined that make up that braid. And they can on the on the machine they tighten it so much, and you get a certain diameter. Good to go. With it being slightly thicker, like anything, it absorbs a little bit of water and it gets heavy. So then technology goes forward and now they have what they call eight, eight carrier braids, um, which means that they do the same deal. They're using eight strands of braid. But because they're eight strands which are finer, they can it's a lot stronger so they can pull it a lot tighter. Hence, the diameter of the braid is a lot thinner. Now, what does that do because it's a lot thinner? It means it's a lot more water resistant and Water resistant means when you're vibing or something in a, a deep hole at the mouth of Crocky, your your braid doesn't move with the tide as much because it's a lot yeah. thinner. And uh, that comes into its own. There's no point like fluorocarbon sinks. So if you're using a fluorocarbon leader, but then your braid is a is a thick uh, four carrier or, or a cheaper braid, then the, the point of having fluorocarbon is lost. Um, because your fluorocarbon sinks, but your braid is getting caught up a lot more. So braids, you know, the eight carry, four carry, etc. It all yeah. plays a part, yeah. and it's very, very important to understand it and look yeah. into it. And for me, I'm all about the eight. Uh, I think it's a brilliant braid. But when you do something like if if it's cold, wet morning, and it's been raining, your hands, and you know how we all yeah. all do our bow and arrow flick. Yeah. So oh. you got to learn that. That's a it saves a lot of time going in because it, it's brilliant. But when your hands are wet and soft, and yeah. you do it with an eight carrier braid, you can end up cutting half your finger, finger off. off. Yeah, it hurts. But one thing here's a question for you: You like your suspending lures? Love them. Um, and you just said fluorocarbon leader sinks. Yes. Normal leader floats. What yeah. do you run on your suspending lures? Normal. So you normal, but because the only reason I run normal, and sorry to cut you off, yeah. is I far prefer a, a, a slowly rising lure than a slowly yeah. sinking lure. So the fluorocarbon will pull that lure down? Nine times out of ten it will. So if you're fishing suspending lures, yep. um, like your Samakis or your Jackals or those yep. suspending lures or your Zuris, I've got yeah. quite a few Zuris I will go a straight monofilament as opposed to a fluoro fluorocarbon. I'm not a, I hate fluorocarbon. I hate it. the feel of it going through my geyser. There's a place for it. Yep. There's definitely a place for it. Don't worry about that. So I've got both in my tackle box all right much prefer yeah. a, a standard mono though let's go to an ad break and when we come back uh we'll keep talking what we will get into today mm -hmm. and i've seen something on on uh good old social media last night yeah um some dude somewhere must be Mackay or somewhere put up a survey uh, just a 
simple yes or no. Yeah. Um, just a bit of fun stuff on one of these Aussie Dam Anglers or one Righto. of those pages. And he said, um, and he, he, he put a topic, um, would you sooner catch a metre 10 barra stalking it round an impoundment and throwing an unweighted soft plastic at it, yes or no, or would you sooner catch a 110 saltwater barra as a dirty bait fisherman or a scabby troll fisherman? Did, did he say scabby troll fisherman? No. See, I, you've added I've that. I've added that bit. But because that, you're nasty. That's what he implied, but live bait fishing. So, And that was a yes or no. What I want to talk about is trolling for barras because I know it is your passion and it's an awesome time to troll for barras, so we'll have a talk about right. trolling because this guy... Obviously, an impoundment fisherman made it sound like... Which are good. They're it's awesome, generally yeah. far lower IQ'd people. But, but, yeah. but he put down trolling for barras. So we'll cover a little bit of trolling for barras when we get back after this ad break. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. You know, made a years ago. When it comes to saving us mobs some bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, 
The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or bigger smog, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show on this lovely, cloudy, wet Saturday morning. It's not raining yet. <coughs> we'll do. No, no, it's not. But if those clouds disperse, if they get burnt off, it's going to be a hot day, mate. Yeah, no breeze by the looks of it. We'll have a look at the Ames site soon. Mate, what I was saying, the trolling mm-hmm. for barras. Yeah. Um, an awesome way to fish, and I know it's one you enjoy doing. I do. Um, it, it made me quite... Funny, think about um, what the guy said. Obviously, he likes throwing unweighted soft plastics around the weeds and stuff. For sure. But there's also people... In, and we love doing that too. Yeah. Well, there's also people out there in uh, in those areas that enjoy trolling around um, yeah. Faust as well or yeah. Wonga or wherever you fish. But uh, fishing around here, yeah. um, trolling for your barrows, probably not the greatest with the way the rivers are at the moment. No. But when it starts cleaning up in winter on those cool, nice days, yeah. um, nothing better than finding a nice little bank and having a troll on it. Oh. What What do you look for on your trolling banks? I love... It, like let's talk a creek. Yeah. If I'm if I'm talking a creek system, I love that um, between eight and thirteen foot. Yep. That's my favourite. Uh, my favourite lure of all time is the ten foot classic barra. Yes. Absolute cracker of a lure. I've used them all. Yeah. And that for me personally, I can manipulate it the way I want. I can. I, I can. Uh, it just doesn't fail. Yep. Um, and obviously a little bit of timber here and there. Um, I'm a big fan of sparse banks. You know them, um, them banks that have forty-five thousand bits of timber on it, and so yep. forth. It's yeah, you know, obviously fish live there, but I'd much rather a stretch of two, three hundred meters with five sets of timber along it, because as I always say, and as you say, there's like if there's only one house in the street, every mongrel wants to live there. Yeah, you know, um, and it it is like that, um, and we'll refresh people with, with what we're saying there. Like Gary and I, we love. We'll go into a creek, and you've got one bank that's full of full of timber on one side, and then on the other side is is like a, a mud bar, and there's a, one piece of timber. Yep, that's where I concentrate. There's almost always fish on that, and I just mark all them spots, like cattle, for instance. Yeah. Um. You know, like there's about ten kilometres of of creek, and out of that ten kilometres, there's seven or eight good pieces of timber that sit in three foot or more of water, and the bank behind me is absolutely loaded for a kilometre straight of timber. No, I want that one bank with the one bit of 
stick on yeah. it. So, yeah, they're the banks that I like, obviously a little bit sharp and so forth. And then uh, whether it be when – I, when I come to them – see, the thing about people think trolling's boring. To troll properly for, for our yeah. neck of the woods. Like people get on TV and, and they watch – you know, um, the boys in the territory just yep. sit at the mouth of, you know, the Mary and troll back and forwards. The the rods and the rod holder, that's it. You yeah. know, or you go to Faust and you're in the basement there, basin, and you just you troll back and forwards, you do nothing. And it works for them areas. So people get this idea of how boring to troll properly in our area, the way we do yes. when I say properly, like, and um, I'm six, I've caught. A hell of a lot of barra and big barras, and the, the, the it's it's continuously hard work. You, you're not you don't sit back and put the rod in the rod holder and you just drive. You know, yeah. Sort of like I'm in gear, out of gear, twitching the rod, um, doing all sorts, also, and it's it's non-stop stuff, and it's very taxing on the body as well, especially um, yours. Well, yeah, look at my little arm. Oh, I know. Beck, ne- Beck nearly bit your arm off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so, um, yeah. And uh, so when I come to that snag, and we, we have mentioned this before, but it's, we have lots of new listeners. And yep. quickly for them new listeners, um, what is our phone number, Gaz, for our the ring in? Our phone number to ring in is 47244824 to get into the draw to win some awesome prizes. Yeah. Today we have a $30 Wild local voucher. Yeah. We have an awesome measuring sticker thanks to Chris and the gang at Fibre Finish. Go, hang on, mate. Righto. We have in the Iron Man bags today, we have a Lawrence cap, unfortunately. And we have a G&T Fishing School and Charters. Very nice. Man. I may need to steal another one of them. My, my mate, Lee Sharrett. I owe him one. What, a G&T fishing yes. school one? Yes, yep. And we have uh, one of the little fishing shows. Mate, they are awesome. They're going to work. They're going to work. They're really, really going to work. A little fishing show prawn in that bag. Yep, which have proven incredibly popular over the last oh, month. Every man and his dog's selling yeah, them on yeah. the internet, but we're giving them away. And in the other Iron Man bag, we have... A awesome... Hey, that's nice. An awesome flat cap from the boys at Iron Man. We have a stubby holder from the gang at Iron Man. We have one of our prawn lures, the fishing show prawn in there. Very nice. Are you calling it the fishing show prawn? Yep. (laughs) We have some rid. Nice big bottle of rid there. And we have... A drink bottle from Iron Man, an air freshener from Iron Man, and a key ring bottle opener. Very nice. From the gang at Iron Man. So uh, coming into winter, if you need some four-wheel drive gear, head, yep. head down to Bayswater Road, um, look for the new Iron Man building and organise some stuff. And speaking of Iron Man and the fishing show, yeah. Um, before Christmas, I was mentioning about uh, possibly doing some nights at Iron Man where yeah. we, we talk about fishing and the gang from Iron Man um, talk about their recovery gear and their camping gear. Yeah. 
Um, it's uh, the wheels are in motion for that, so hopefully sometime this year hmm. we'll be doing a night at uh, Ironman Four by Four. Yeah, um, we'll do a bit of fishing stuff, and they'll do their four wheel drive stuff. So everyone will be welcome down there. So it'll be how good's that? An awesome night. So some great prizes to give away as per usual. Yeah. So as I was saying, as you come up to that timber or that rock, whatever your structure is, when you pick yep. it up on your sound up. So a couple of things. You need to know where your lure is to where your boat is. And I always uh, – I think of a 40-foot cabin cruiser. And so that's normally – my line is 40 foot out the back. I see so many people go wrong because they throw 50 metres out the back, you know, 90 foot. You don't – you've got no – control there's too much yeah. there's too much even with braid there's too much belly in the line you can't manipulate it properly and so forth fish definitely get aroused by noise you yeah. know everyone's going oh marty you should use your electric use your electric no yeah. no let the thump of that motor coming through like I, my big dirty two-stroke merc which i love i miss that motor you no, go through the timber that good no tinkle 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 clank tink tink that was more it you done I am. Now. You're finished? Right, <laughs> yeah. thanks. And um, so, and it was a very, very noisy motor, but it alerted the, the fish, fish, I think. Yeah, it spiked them up, and then I'd come through afterwards. No stealth, no nothing like that, and they'd whack it, chew the head off. So don't let people tell you, oh, you've got to have an electric motor, you've got to do this, you don't want to scare the fish. What a load of crap. Yeah. Trust me, these things will eat. Um, so, yeah, I use 40 foot out the back. Um, a lot of the guys on their kayaks and fouls will use it two metres behind there because, you know, the paddles yeah. turn the barrows on. They come up to investigate and then we'll for lure down. So once I'm at my timber, I, I click it in the neutral and I use the forward momentum to go as slow as I yep. can. So the, the, the my prop is now off. I'm in neutral and I'm my lure is just coming up to that snag area and that's where I'll start jigging. After a while, you learn. When, when you're first starting... You get your pattern all out of, you know, you, yeah. you click it out of gear too soon or you click it out of gear too late. You've got too much momentum. Like anything, you start learning. Your yeah. instinct tells you when to kick it out of gear. And you just jig, jig, jig. And you've got to have that slack line because that's when they eat. There's no point going, do, do, do. like, don't watch the Territorians where they just about put their arm out oh, of joint. They it, are savage. It's a finesse jig. So instead of your lure going, brruh, brruh, you want it to go, doop, doop, doop. Yep. That well, real slight the tap. The territory one, they hold their rod tip high too. They hold like, their rod tip high, and yeah. Really savagely work yeah. that lure. And it works it for them. Works, so yeah. let's let's not say but that they're doing it wrong because for their yeah. area, they're doing it right. But they do a, they do a, a different troll up there as well, which we I've never used here. They do a mid-water troll. Yeah, definitely. Like they'll get out in the middle of a river. And run a Halco Laser Pro or something, or a or a big bomber, or a big bomber that doesn't go all that deep, and then just troll straight down the middle of the river, not on structure. But their theory is that the big barrers just get in a, in the yeah. current and just drift up and down the river with the current. And you know what? We need to implement that here. There's a guide here who's a good guide. A yep. really good guide. And he trolls big bombers in the middle of Crocky. The same situation, especially on the big tides. And that's how you get your whopper fish. Yeah. Because on our side imaging, them free swimming, but you're missing them. Yeah. Because your side imaging doesn't zoom across the surface where some of these big barrel are. Like them mullet jumping there. You know when you see a mullet jump for fun. Sometimes I reckon there's a big mungee up its backside. You yeah, know? the territory do it regularly, like in the middle of a river. Yeah, and definitely just running regular. at three or four foot. Yeah, hey, look, our rivers aren't conducive no, for that. Different. 
but, but there are times and places and that's the thing you can never I, I get stubborn sometimes no this is the way this is the way yeah. I always catch it sometimes but you gotta you, step outside you. your comfort zone it does work and, and it works great we find it hard to step out of our comfort zone that's that's yeah. the thing about it we don't um, do anything different we yeah. just go like to be honest rigging up that rig I rigged is out of my comfort zone I don't yeah. usually do that but I'll try and then it's not just rigging a rig like that. Yeah. It's then going, I'm going to use it all day. Exactly. And then go, instead of going, oh, I used it for two minutes, yep. I'll go back to me old trusted. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes and it's... You can't have that attitude. That, like, Trollin's got a real stigma about it. It, it, it. Most people have that stigma because they can't do it properly. Yeah. They don't know how to do it. They say, they say it's a boring way. It's anything but boring. It's incredibly it's awesome, successful. Mate. You got it. There, there's a knack to it, and you got to learn that knack. Like the amount of times that I've met back at the harbour with guys that I know who who knock, yeah. who knock trolling the whatever, been throwing plastics mate, at there. lights all night, and they ca- and we meet at the harbour back at five in the morning. Like, geez, mate, that was dead, nothing, wasn't it? And I'm there like, is new. nothing better than the hit of a barra on the troll. It's brilliant. You, you know that it's a barra and how crisp it is. Yep. But it will keep we'll keep going on that. But the big barras, they swim forward yep. often. Like you've got jig, 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 and then they'll go uh-huh. boom, and they'll nothing. hit it and then there's nothing. You're trying to yeah. hook up, but there's nothing. And then you whine and then like a black marlin's coming up towards the boat. I hate it when it happens because it's a 50-50 that you stay connected or not. But then when you do catch up to them and the line comes taut quite often they've caught up with your boat and then they just keep going forward and they just rampage and normally that's when them big girls come out and they tail walk and you're just like oh yeah you got a full moon and the casino in the background and you're like this is good this is fun this is good let's go to an ad break and when we come back we'll go to motorco but we'll continue uh our trolling because there's tides there's lines there's rods there's just so much and it is an awesome way to target fish C-Vibes and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on the only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark. Every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. With one hour of request. Taking you back, playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. So come kick it with us on your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM, 4K1G. Too deadly, deadly, deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 667. Station sponsor. 
If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking system. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. That time of the morning, we head down to Motorcar and have a chat with Mick. How are you, mate? Good morning, team. How are you? Fantastic, morning, buddy. mate. Fantastic. Couldn't be any What's better. What's going on? Why? Oh, what mate, happened? you know what one of my favourite things is lately? No. I enjoy getting underwear out of the dryer and putting it on warm. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then the other thing that I enjoy is walking around the laundromat to find out who owns them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Mick and I would like to apologise on the behalf of the fishing show. Yeah, yours don't fit very well, mate. <laughs> a bit, bit, bit big in the front end, though. No, a bit small, mate. A bit tight. How have you been this week, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Plenty of rain around, which is uh, it's it, it's good to have it. You know, it's uh, it's been a long time since we've had a a, a decent sort of uh, wet season, I suppose. But this is uh, this is uh, lingering on, and it's really good. I like it. It is every afternoon. We know it's coming. It's really good. Yeah, it used to do this many years ago, but uh, it, it stopped for a little while. But now it's back, which is good. Old El Nino or Nino or whichever, whichever she is. Oh, or, mate, they make yeah. stuff up as they go along. It's 2023 now, so you can be whatever you want, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it, uh, weather's been changing for millions of years, mate. We all know that. Yeah, so. and but it still will. At least continue, the good thing so. about it, you don't have to wash the cars in the morning. No, They're I don't. already so done. Me, me detailer, he's wandering around after lunchtime looking for stuff to do, and I said, oh, mate, well, I don't know, we'll find something, but anyway... <laughs> He doesn't have to wash them. They're nice and clean. So, yeah, beautiful. How's good. it been? No dust on them. No. Yeah, good. No. Yeah, it's nice, no dust, yep. mate. So uh, yep. been, been good in the yard? Yeah, so, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, we've had a, we've had a pretty busy week. We've, uh, I'm running out of cars. So uh, if uh, if anyone's got a car out there they want to sell today, I'm, I'm happy to have a look at it. So anything sort of between sort of five grand and 50 grand, I'm happy to have a look at it today. So I'm looking for some stock for the yard. So uh, I we tell them I do, I buy them as well. So. Fifty yeah, grand. I got a Navara for fifty grand. If you're up in the top, if you want me to bring yeah, it around, yeah, that's that's probably getting a bit outside my uh, my budget, mate. Sorry. You know what happened it, to me? Uh, I wouldn't like to take that off you. You know when I bought that off you, it had an ARB canopy on the back. Yeah. Well, been great the canopy. Last week I closed, went to close the lid, and the back glass shattered on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't they go off like a firecracker? Yeah. Yeah. Give you a fright. And aren't they uh, very good on the hip pocket to get one replaced? <laughs> At the well, moment, I've got four, a few. About three or four hundred? Uh, keep going. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it fitted, fitted just over 500. Yeah, right. Okay. So, and hard to get. The boys from ARB are looking after me. They, All the plug in we give Windscreen Wall, the love, the respect. I, I rang Windscreen Wall to see if he knows who where you get them or because I just thought it was a. You just the windscreen blokes just do it, but no. Yeah. But hard uh, to get. It's got, I've got to have one made. 
and, yeah, right, uh, eh? and fitted. So, but yeah, um, it went off. It was must be yeah. tough and glass or something. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the moment, yeah, they're making they make a noise. Yeah. So at the moment, it's sporting a beautiful bit of uh, blue plastic tape to the back of my. Camping. Oh, lovely! Yeah, very so, classy. But yeah, it looks good, mate. But, <laughs> I, yeah, Are you guys out fishing this weekend? Or no, what's the, what's the I went. No. I went for a look yesterday, but it was very hot on the water and and very yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I came home. But but no, mate, it'll yeah. be like your golf. I reckon a bit of a washout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't be out there today. It's a bit damp. But uh, no, I'm not going to hook the boat up. To... No. no, no. I'll stay at home. Heard, if anything, I heard, the, I heard the crabs are running. Yes, oh, they would be. There's a lot of. Yeah, uh, a lot of good reports of crabs around, a lot of good captures by a lot of guys. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, there Pops, is some crabs out and about. If they're people, they're probably pushed out onto the flats now, so it'd be a good yeah, good time to poke around the bay here and put your pots around. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah it'll be a bit... Uh, make sure you wear your sunscreen and wear a big hat. Oh, mate, it was stifling <laughs> yesterday. Just that humidity yesterday. And, yeah. And when you got out of the breeze in the bend of a river, it was just oppressive, so... Uh, yes. Yeah, it sucks the goodness out of you. Oh, very, very did, yeah. mate. Hey, uh, what do you got on the lot for us today? All right, today, uh, this is, this is going to be a little this is a little bit different, but uh, I've got a, a Hyundai, 2015 Hyundai iX35, so like a little SUV, like a RAV4-size car, 2015, yep. automatic, but it's only done 47,000 kilometres. No one's driving their cars these days. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know, babe. Maybe the public transport is really good here. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, 2015 model car, and it's only done 47,000 k. So, nice, neat little uh, SUV, automatic, uh, four-cylinder, yep. and, and very, very low k. So, uh, um, and, and today it's 21,990 drive away. Cheap as chips. Yeah, nearly. Chips are getting dear. Well, we well, don't get much for you. If you, you can yeah. get them, mate. Yeah, I know. There's been a bit of a shortage down it's south. A, yeah. Who, who would have thought it? We've run out of lettuce, now we've run out of spuds. Like, really? Well, the other week you couldn't get a dim sim anywhere, mate, because the, <laughs> there was no dim sims in the supermarkets. Oh, I bought 20 packets when they came back. It was like buying toilet rolls for COVID. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little takeaway shop that we uh, that we frequent during the week, and... Uh, They've run out of Pluto pups, believe it or not. There you go. Oh, can't, can't, What's can't the world coming to? Oh, I don't know, mate, but anyway. You find, we'll, it hard we'll, we'll to get, you find it hard to get cars? Supermarkets um, can't get dim sims, toilet <laughs> rolls? <laughs> oh, there's still some cars out there. I just need some more. That's <laughs> all. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you can never have too many, I suppose. But, uh, no, we, we, had, we had a good week, so I need to restock. So if anyone's got a car out there that they'd like to... Uh, to offload or they're not using it anymore or they're not getting enough as a trade-in from another dealer, I'm happy to have a look at it for them. So. Good stuff. How's the and, service uh, department going, mate? Yeah, they're going great guns, mate. They're, they're running out of room over there. There's uh, there's cars everywhere, so uh, they're, they're going well. They're really busy, so I'm, I'm having troubles getting me well, running cars roadworthy as well because so, they're too busy yeah. doing well, servicing. So, Mate, if they didn't sell that block on the corner for an astronomical amount to a <laughs> multinational company, they'd have more room, wouldn't they? Can't wait for that to open up, mate, with the Krispy Kreme donuts in there. Oh, you, that's where yeah, you're moving your office to, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, operate from home. <laughs> Jeez, they're dragging their heels, though, mate. They... Yeah, they've, they've, they've been busy out there this week, though. They've pulled a, a huge big slab, and uh, yeah. they've had a team of, 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 of plenty over there this week. So uh, I, I thought it might have been done before Christmas, but I can't see it being too far away. No. So. Uh, Mate, from, from all the talk of going to electric vehicles, we seem to be throwing a lot of servos yeah. up. 
Absolutely. They pop yeah, it up everywhere. So, yeah, yeah. They're still burning dinosaurs, mate. So uh, <laughs> we still need pumps. So, but yeah, the, it's uh, it's amazing how many servos are going up around the place. It is, yeah. All right, mate. What time are you open to right, today? Guys. We're here at 1 o'clock down here, 1618 Bowen Road, opposite Audi and Porsche and opposite the Rising Sun Shopping Complex. And, uh, yeah, drop in, say day, come and have a look at this, this great little Hyundai H35 with uh, 47,000 Ks on it. And uh, we've got plenty of other cars in stock, so come down and have a look. Good stuff. Beautiful. All right, mate, we'll right, have guys. a chat with you next week. Hopefully the sun's out and you can get out on that course and you can... Yeah, well, the, the, the sun is out here at that Bowen Road and it's, it's bloody burning me. I'll better go inside yeah, and get inside, thing. mate. Don't <laughs> shut that door. <laughs> well, 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 workers' comp. Oh, I've worked up a sweat. Good on you, oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> See you, mate. See, See you, you buddy. Bye, buddy. Bye, mate. There's a Mick from Motorco. <laughs> it's uh, a, he's a rat. He is, mate. He's a good lad. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll talk. Uh, more about trolling um, because there is a lot to it it's not just as Marty said throwing that lure out the back of the boat and just driving up the creek although that is quite pleasurable at times yeah but there's it's, a lot to learn with there's it there's a lot to learn Pretty good high on a hill looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Loving every day Early in the morning Late in the evening I'm getting red dirt rich And Flint River paid Hunting, fishing, loving every day I get a little farm pond buzz Sound of gravel when I'm backing up Pulling the string on a 9.92 stroke Murphy I love it when my baby wants to roll with me Throws her boots on, climbs in a tree Tucking her hair in my hat and she's ready to go And we get to hunting, fishing, loving every day That's the prayer that a country boy prays Thank God he made me this way
Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Let's head out on the water and just have a look and see what uh, the weather is. Let's go to the AIM site, which is one of our best. Cleveland Bay, south southerly at five knots, so pretty good out there. Hardy Reef, southwesterly at seven knots, which is down near Bowen. And Davies Reef is south-southeasterly at four knots. And a good old Yongala is south southeasterly at two knots. So Beautiful. actually, I wish I had southeasterly yesterday. I would have been able to fish my little areas. You would have. You would have. Just to say, sorry, the Ando was just going to ask me some questions about G Loomis, but I had to hang out because we're back on air. So we'll catch up soon, what Ando. About G Loomis. I don't know. I missed. I missed because it's too hard to talk on the phone on air while we're on because you can hear us. So yeah. <laughs> Beautiful rods. They are beautiful rods, mate. 
they are. Hey, I was talking to to Bruce and Sharon uh, early this morning too. They just got back off a off a beautiful cruise. Um, Did he rub it in? Seeing as you were supposed to go on a cruise last year, but yeah, you lose a toe and cancel your cruise. How selfish for your family. Are you? Oh, sorry, sorry, everyone. We're not going on the cruise. My toe's more important. They had a pretty spoiled Christmas just quietly. Why? Did you all sit in the boat out in the shed? Well, no, because all the money that cap- was going into the cruise ended did, up going in the... Did you put your Captain's Stubing outfit on and sat in your boat with them all? <laughs> 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 Captain Stubing. Oh, my God, you've remembered that. <laughs> We've that's gone sad. back there. That's sad, isn't it? Oh, and what was his daughter's name? Was her Julie? Uh, was it Julie or Anne? Oh, I don't know. know, mate. You, I love the show. That's what it's you, pretty corny. That yeah, well, all those shows were back then. Um, that's uh, that's the way they rolled back then. Remember the old Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah. Like as a kid watching Batman and Robin, it was oh. But as an adult watching Batman and Robin, you go, Ugh. oh, you can't say that to Robin Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> but. We didn't see that as we... You can't get away with that stuff now. No. The good thing about social media and YouTube is you can get the old Batman and Robin and watch it on YouTube and go, that is so rude, Batman. Now, Mm. if Batman said that to Robin on TV, he would have to hang his cape up. He would. Commissioner Gordon wouldn't even speak to him for a week. (laughs) They said some wild stuff back then that, that as a kid... Goes straight over your head. Wooshka. But as an adult, yep. you go, oh, that is so funny. Good one, Robin. <laughs> Good one. The Joker. Mate, trolling. Yes. What are your favourite tides? Oh, okay. So um, 2.7 down yeah. to a 1.5. Perfect. So not a lot of run, but um, still run. Yep. Uh, but nothing that's going to be out of control. Now, the beauty about them tides is for most of the part you control with or against the tide. Yes. I love trolling with the tide. Everyone gets that mixed up. They all troll, troll against the tide. Look, when the tide's up and running properly, sometimes you haven't got a choice. Um, you've got to troll. I'm talking in the creeks yeah. here. Break walls and stuff like that. doesn't matter what way you troll. It all works the same way. Do you get more bites with it or against it? Oh, with one. it. Yeah. Get do more you, bites with it. Do you believe the theory that the fish are facing yes. up current and looking for stuff coming Yeah, but they along? do. You, you know, like if you – when you – look, mostly that's bull crap. Yeah. Um, look, of course they sit into the current. They face the current. That's just what they do. But when they're, when they're feeding – they're, quite often they're not sitting there. They are moving around in that timber. You know on them clear days when you're at up at Hinchinbrook or up Cattle or whatever? Yeah. When you sight them, nine times they're not dead, dead still. They're not sitting there fanning their tail, right? Sometimes they yeah. are, but they're not in feed yeah. mode. They're not. But when you see them, you see them cruising around the snag. They go this way, then they do a loop turn and they face the other way and all sorts. So don't listen to that theory that you've got a troll with them facing into the snag and whatever. In saying that, yeah. yes, I get more hits. When it's conducive with the tide, sometimes you just you – know, when you when I click it out of gear and I'm running with the tide, the boat just – goes too fast or the lure goes too fast behind me and I can't get that right jig. You know straight away, as soon as you start jigging, if you can't 
make contact with your line, then it's not going to work. The important thing, regardless when when every when the stars align, when you are jigging, people jig with no slack line, so they're just like um. Brr, brr, so the lure is you can feel it vibrating the 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 um the bib. So you you're jigging it, but it's you've got no slack line. The art of it is to make that lure come to a sudden jig. So rather than pulling your your rod and line, it's going, you want it to go. So and the way you do that is with slack line. So when you go for your jig, you actually drop your rod back, create a loop, a belly in your line, and then flick it up. And that lure comes to a sudden do you sudden hip? As we were talking about my my Dobbins rod, I've been using. Yeah, very soft at the tip. Is that the same rod you troll with, or you definitely? Get a, like my favourite is a GLX or an NRX. Is it stiffer at the tip or the normal than a casting rod? No, there's a little bit of give. No, no, six six fours equivalent, eight five four BRs. Yeah, a little bit of tenderness on the tip. Yeah, a little bit. You've got to have that. Yeah. Oh, just that little bit. So when they woof it, the exactly same reason. The, the, have, having a stiff tip is, does nothing for me in most yep. fishing genres. With leader sides on the walls, sixty. Well, well, let's just go creeks. A lot of people go down the creek. Sixty still. Still sixty pounds. Sixty in in mono, not do you, fluoro. Do you run a loop knot or a clip? Hundred percent loop. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now here's a good one. Um, the Rapala RMG 150s. Yes. Aw- awesome lure. Yes. For trolling. Yeah. Um, I love the five metre. That's one of my favourites. Yep. Um, but I run a clip because their split rings have a very sharp point on it. They, so, yeah. And I've actually been cut off. Yeah. On on the split ring because their their edge comes on a oblique yes. angle of 45, and that point is like a razor blade. Yes. Stupid. I've- yeah, I've actually, and they're the hardest split rings to get off lures because they're three wide. Anyway, they're a pain. They're they're amazing they're, lure. Look, the the Halco split ring is the strongest on the market. There's no, but to fit them and to fit a oh. is a migraine. So yeah. I, I I stay away from that. And there's only certain lures that can accommodate it, like a Halco, for instance, a Laser Pros, and so forth. They have a wide eye, a big, so that the the split ring fits in there. Yeah. You know, you take you try and turn that onto a a, a thunder stick or, or something like that. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I like running a little clip on uh, on my lure when I troll because yeah. I because ch- I change my lures quite regularly. Yeah, but, definitely. But going back to the leader size, you like your sixty pound, not fluorocarbon, standard old. Standard old. What sort of length do you run in a leader? A, a meter. Sh- I prefer like? shorter than longer. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, just over one point two is perfect. Around that 1.2, um, and I'll troll it um, all the way down to 50 centimetres when yep. I've changed often. The water. Remember, after each fish, you've got to check it. Yeah, and look, it's sort of very, very rarely do I get rasp off. Uh, might be the way that the fish eat on the troll or whatever. Mind you, I've had plenty of times where that barra has swallowed my lure down. It's like it, there's some photos on my page where there's a, a um, classic barra that's literally 20 centimetres down how, its gut. How amazing are they at spitting them back out at you when, when you, you can't, can't see even them? see that lure? No, that's, that that's, that's when I'm nervous. When my barra comes out of the water, if I can see it, which is pretty hard of a night time, yep. but if I can hear it clearly and whatever, I feel a lot more confident. When that mungie leaves the water and my lure is invisible, it's buried down its throat. 
it's a, that's a 50-50 of landing or not because somehow they spit it that's out. But when you look at it, when you get one, when you land one and the, the it's swallowed it, you'll notice how easy a lot of the time, not all the time, a lot of the time it is to get the lure out. You just go, and it yeah. comes straight out. Other times when they get it down near their gill rakers, it, it takes you five minutes to get the bloody lure out. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange like that. And same as some of the biggest barrows, and the way the theory that I've got is when I'm on the troll and I'll be trolling and I'll get that hit on the paws and it goes crack yep. and just about tears the rod out of my hand. Quite often they're a 60, 70 centimetre fish and you're thinking this is going to be a monster. But the reason is when they hit it, even though they're still a bucket mouth, there's so much of its mouth and part other part of its body hitting the lure. You just, just feel all of their strength. But you get a proper big girl come up and she hits it. Even if it hits it super hard, the hit on your lure is like, thunk, you get the thunk, and then they take off at a million miles an hour. Yeah. But that original hit is because they've swallowed it down. They've woofed it. And the, the lures hit no part of it. So you don't feel that massive jerk and, and, and so forth. You know and what's, uh, they're not all like that. No, but you know what's exciting? Like when you're trolling, you can feel that lure working. You can yep. feel the weight on the line. Yep. Is when you get that false hit where it's all of a sudden it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And you know, or oh, one's had a crack at that yep. and knocked the lure forward. Yep. And, oh, no, I've missed him. And sometimes you you lose your action altogether because yeah. it's knocked it that hard forward that it's done a somersault yeah. under the water and tangled itself up and you're like, ugh. You do. Do yeah. you, you? Your barra classics are about 110, 120 mil yep. long? Yeah, 110s, 120s, um, sorry. Would you drop down into 80 mil? Would you drop down to a no. smaller lure? No. Still keep that? Yep, and I'll use them in a 10-foot range, 15-foot range, 20-foot range. 10 is my favourite. Um, I've got a stack in 3-foot range because there's always a place for threes. Yep. Um, you know, like the barras, sometimes you've got to do a troll run in 5-foot. They're still there. They're still there. It's a, you've got to fish where the fish are. Yeah. You know, and if it, uh, like cattle is very, uh, as an instance, is very uniform throughout. Not Most banks are all the same. And on a neap tide or a very, very low tide, um, they all drop to six foot of water. So there's no point trolling a 10-footer in six foot of water. So that's where the threes come into their yeah. own. My most confident is with a 10-foot. Still love my 15s. Some... I've got a thousand classic barrows at home, which I'll never use again because as soon as I pull it out of the packet, some jig in a certain way. They don't all jig the same way. Some, no matter how much slack line I've got and how I flick it, the lure will still go instead of just coming to that sudden jolt. Straight away, I'll take that lure off. That's it. I'll never use it again. So that's an eBay special. But it's still. So you're a boy. That's ten. not saying that lure's not working. It's no. not working how you want it it's to It's not work. working how I want it. It'll work for everyone else, yeah. but the way I fish, you'd think, because looking at them, uh, when I pull out the next one and it jigs just perfectly, and you look at them side by side, and I'm like, because I've done it a thousand times, why does this one do this? Why does that one do that? They're exactly the same, but there must be something that makes it, maybe it's the way that the that the uh, toe point um, sits during it or yep. whatever, but um, I, I will know within the first 30 seconds of, of, of trolling and flicking if I want to keep that, that lure or not. Yeah, it's an interesting way to fish. Yeah, because then ones that don't work for me, we might be mind over matter. I know it's not. They just don't perform. They do not perform like 
a lure straight away that I go, yep. yeah, that's one. I love it when I pull a lure out of the packet and it jigs the way I want. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, later on, whatever time it takes, crack. So, yeah, yeah. And All most right. times I'm lucky that um, very seldom, because it's an effort still to go down to the harbour and so forth. It's, it's, it's not just this. And remembering my hours are, uh, are not gentlemen hours. They're, they're the night oh, shift. Yeah, you, so I deserve my fish, but most of the time I get a fish. And yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes you go there, huge. not when I go there. No, no. And um, I'm home by ten. You haven't even gone there. Yeah, yet. but I've had nights down there where um, people travel for three thousand kilometres to fish places like I have. Like I've had nights down there with fifteen barrel and seven of them have been a meter. It's just incredible. And then I've had nights down there where I go down three or four nights in a row and haven't got a touch. touch. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little area down there. It's yeah, nice. but for the most part. Uh, if I'm on a fish, and I've got so many options, so many options. I know the place so well now, and um, you always know when you're on the water within half an hour of tonight's going to be your night. You just get that feeling. Have you fished any of the new section? No, but it's going to be a cracker. Because I have been heard reports of nice finger mark right out at the far end of it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good wall. So, it's going to be a really good wall. Look There's at- a lot. I haven't gone near there yet because there's just too much excavator work mm-hmm. and everything, and um, they're, they're just going to frown on you. You can go in there, but there's just too much going on at the moment, and I don't want to risk upsetting people. But Why? The what changes now? You normally do. It's well, the, because then people are it's laborers. why they've got your picture they're, up on the wall in the they're, office. They're not the northern shipping and stevedoring guards. You know, and I've said this, well, I haven't said this before, but I've I've worked out what's wrong with our harbour. Oh, here it's, we go. No, it's got small harbour syndrome. We're not a real harbour, you think? We've got small harbour syndrome, like little cranky men like yourself, Gary. Why? Well, like I said, you, you you watch all these YouTube videos where these guys are chasing their Fredfin and Brisbane and, and Dewey's in Sydney between destroyers and nuclear submarines and 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 um and tankers and everything and the guards are hey boys how you doing fishing away you come here to our little shithole and old mate comes out bro hey wait get out get out of the harbor it used to be like that back in the day uh, before going, 9-11, fellas? everyone had 9-11 not the townsville harbor these guys here they're just Wankers. I'm sorry. Oh, they are. Go, hang on. Let me. Let yeah, me, yeah. No. Let them. Let me just write. There down is no reason. There is no reason in the world why we shouldn't be allowed to have a fish around there. We're not climbing onto the pylons. We're not tying off on a nuclear. But it's it's why I'd like to know why why in Brisbane, why in Sydney, why in everywhere are they allowed to fish in the harbour, surrounded by nuclear weapons? Well, but we can't go. Besides some busted ass nickel ore boat, well, I can't understand we'll, uh, it. Next time we have the gang from the port on because it's coming. They won't come on because they, they can't. Always do. And then when because they come, I mean, these the guys upgrade. know me by name now. No, it's not. Oi, it's Morton. You here again? Well, no, I don't even bother in them places now because I get enough fish in my other spots. But it's, there's no, there's no need for it. It's a couple of lads having a fish. I'm not sure what they're thinking. If we've got a bomb in their hull and we're going to slide onto a. A Japanese bloody frigate. It's just, it's, I just, it annoys me. There's no need for it. There's no need for it. You're right now, Ranta? Annoys me. It annoys me. 
I can tell. And that. you know what annoys me is they're shutting more and more and more and more because of these do-gooders out there. And then they go and build us a, a fishing strand jetty. Do we make it 400 metres long so heaps can fish of it? No, John. 25 metres will be perfect for them. I mean, come on. You know, pretty soon our harbour that we walk out on, that, that, that long wall with the duck pond beside it, they'll shut that. In case someone falls over. Yeah, yeah. They, they will shut it. They will shut it. It's just getting harder and harder. And, um, and too many idiots are getting involved in that industry who are making decisions the fishery the 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 main man of the fisheries um was doing a publicity thing and they gave him a rod and reel a baitcaster and this idiot winds the reel upside down this is our minister this is the minister of fisheries the big boy the one yeah yeah g'day mark the guy that makes the decisions that affect me you lee naughty moody they give him a bait caster rod and reel and he doesn't know what way to hold it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that on. is pathetic. What's your boat, Rego? Just in case they haven't got it. Oh, they got They've it. They've got it, I know. They Let's go it. to a song. It's uh it's coming to that time of the year only Idiots. only three weeks, three and a half weeks to go. Fisheries. You're right now? Typical fisheries. Was that Mark Ferner texting? <laughs> Probably. You Just play the music, guys. Hang on. I think I've got his mobile. But I'm right. I'm There's no him. need why we shouldn't be allowed to fish no, that. I, it's I, crap. I agree with you. Let's yeah. go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll talk. Thanks for letting me talk. You know, we'll look, get Oh, ready. guys. Get I love this song. Get Can we high five? Yes, mate. Because they're going to win this year. It's an unforgiving country, but it brings out the best. Together, yeah, we'll sing with pride. When from out of Northern Queensland, the cowboys ride. Come on, the cowboys! Come on, come on, the
vibes and easy beasy. Crank it with us on the only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark every Friday and Saturday nights from 7 to 10 p.m. with K1G. Too deadly. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station you know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show and our little talk about trolling. Nobody's not trolling the internet like you do, but trolling the creek. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, we were talking about your fishing rods. Reel, your standard old reel? Standard old reel. Yeah. Whatever you want to use. I mean, once it's cast out, it, it doesn't, get, matter. doesn't do anything different to any other reel. No. Yeah, drag is so important. Like, um, so, so I've, I've been in boats uh, with with mates before, and obviously I've seen it on videos. Drags, drags a super important thing. You got to have that smooth drag. Yeah. You, you know, when you're when your fish is going for a run and your drag's going, you just that's that's a, a recipe for disaster. Spend a bit of money and and uh, either order yourself some new washers in, or, or give them the gas or the the team over at um, Tackle. Tackle World to to give your reels a service. Drags are super super important. They really are. And remember, there's you know everyone goes on about nine kilos of drag and ten kilos of drag. It's you, you know you've got your thumb there as well if you need it, but um, you know you don't want to when you're when you're trolling or setting up your drag or whatever, even for flicking lures, you you got to be able to pull line out, but it's got to be under duress. Yep. You know, there's got to be some friction there against the drag that you don't want it super. Like mates being fishing all day and they get a hit and it goes, and like, can I have a look at that? And they'll pull it out and you can just, with two fingers, pull line out. And I'm like, dude, yeah. you know, you know what's, you, it's you, never going to work. Or you, the opposite way, you cannot budget and i'm like we're not chasing jacks with 80 pounds how many times on some of the shows fishing shows on tv (laughs) have you seen one of the hosts fishing with either a guide or someone and then they hook up to a fish and their reel goes "Mm, mm, mm," i know and they're dragging you just go what are you doing you could have yeah, promote what, the reel you know, a bit better. When I when I was servicing reels a lot, and and drag, and as we know, drag is probably the most important part of it. You've got to get someone a really nice, smooth drag. 
Um, and what I, what I used to do is just set the drag just with a little bit of tension in it and hold the line. Yeah. And if that reel slides down, the line slides through with no little jerks, your drag's just about perfect. perfect. You know what my pet hate is and I can't stand it. And so many people do it, so maybe I've got it wrong. But um, they hold, when they're fighting the fish, they hold the grip of the rod on the bottom grip. Oh, yeah. Uh, and wind have... with I can't handle it. You've got no strength in your wrist to, to pull a fish up. You've got to hold. Do you have it, the reel in the palm of in your the hand? In the palm of my hand. Thumb on top of the Yeah, reel. yeah. That's how I fight my yeah. fish. You've got full control. Full control. If you need to put power there, you've got it. When you're holding your rear grip, just, oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. With spin, hold the foregrip. Or put your finger between the the arm of the handle. Yep. You know, the, the, you know, and, and straddle it that way. But um, yeah. Do that's you a, are the butts on your rods long enough to wedge them under your forearm? The only time super long butt is when um, I like my standards. Yep. But and um, like if I'm jigging. Yeah, which is not something that I do a hell of a lot. Then obviously I've got that super long that sits underneath my armpit, yep. and fight or into my belly, and then you stretch. So, and that's that's takes some getting the used to. But once you're used to it, once you've worked out your body and how it best suits you, it works perfect. But when I'm barrow fishing, jack fishing, whatever, it's just a normal everyday standard. Yep. And am I perverse to using a split butt as opposed to a standard butt? Nah, not at all. Yeah. Hey, uh, no M today at the lodge. Little Charles has had his tonsils and abnoids out yep. um, yesterday, so hope you're feeling a bit better, little Charles. Not, a, I don't know. I've never had mine out, so I don't know how harrowing the operation is. I think it's pretty simple o- operation. Lots of people get it done. It's sort of um, when I, I got my tonsils out, and it was, um, I, you know, I was a kid, so I don't really remember, but it was, uh, I was out the next day. <laughs> Did you have to eat? ice cream and jelly for two there weeks. was a bit of that there was yeah. a bit of that most definitely which... mate uh with your trolling we've got a say we've got a bank that's a kilometer long mm. what you what's the shortest say would you troll just a little area that's 30 meters yeah just bang like my rock walls most of that i very rarely troll the whole rock wall yep very very rarely even though there's fish along the whole rock wall you, you know the congregation points. What are congregation points? Well, obviously the ends of the rock walls. Yep. Um, somewhere along the line where the excavator drivers had a bit of a shocker and a couple of boulders have rolled out further than any other part of the wall. That's a that's a congregation point. Somewhere where the wall is eight foot, eight foot, eight foot, then it drops down to just as little as nine foot yep. and then comes back up to eight foot, that little nine foot area, that's a congregation point. It's simple things, little little things that make a massive difference you can get a barrett anywhere along the rock walls but why troll 500 meters when your main point where your guarantees or your best chances are within 30 meter points and so forth and like uh, the the ends the way i describe rock walls is um like a matchstick so you've got a, the long rock wall and then at the end is the head of the matchstick it's a rounded thing because that's where they end it so that's where the most rocks are and that's where um not only is there the most rocks that fall out further but that's where your most chance of current lines of pressure points and everything so it's gonna be a congregation point and it is and people will make the mistakes of trolling right beside the wall and then points there have a look on your side imaging and so forth a lot of them rocks go out 10 meters out of the, and they really do. Yep. There's structure that's right, right out. And then people are going, well, why would 
in God's name would he be trolling out there? Well, because there's rocks there and there's some very big fish to be had there. So Is that the same principle with like a rocky headland? If exactly you the, the same. Rocky headland? Exactly the same principle. Yeah? Yeah, exactly the same. And um, it's just a, it's a matter of like I've had so much time on my hands to try these things and that's how I've learned. And, and like you and I, you're the same as me where, you know, I'm 48 years old now. I'm, I'm an... And um, pensioner, pen, well, you know, I've got some yeah. age on me, so I'm not sitting here as a 20 year old who's very possessive, very, very um, clingy of my spots. Now I, I get joy. I've taken just about every person that's been in my boat, I've taken a harbour. Is put a, I could name you 50 blokes right now who I've put in my boat, and every single one of them I've put them on the barra. And then Mother Nature, or, or the way the brain human works, nature. human nature, should I say, is they want to go and do it again. And I don't have a rule in my boat that if I take you here, you don't take anyone else. That's no. But we're talking a harbour. We're not talking a secret creek here. Yeah. We're talking a harbour that is five minutes away from everyone in Townsville. It's not a secret. But what I do and how I fish it, there's that's and 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 I'm happy to. Um, Learn. I mean, like there's times that I go down there where I go, oh, someone's in. I wish spot. I shut my mouth, but I'm still happy for them. Yeah, you know, it's um, everyone's got a chance to fish, and it's it's like anywhere. It's it's also the men from the boys. I've been down the harbour a thousand times, and um, and and spoken to blokes, and, and they haven't had anything, and I've had an absolute cracker of a night. You still got to know the joint. Yeah. Do you Hinchinbrook? Trolling. Don't do a lot of trolling at Hinchinbrook. It's more casting. Is there a reason why we don't troll at Hinchinbrook? Because it hasn't got the banks. It's not conducive for it. But those fish are there somewhere. They are. They are. And Is you know what? If we... I lived in the Hinchinbrook like I lived in yep. the harbour, I would I would have it sussed. But you I don't. Yeah. You don't hear. You do it like in the Herbert and places like that because it's a tree line bank. There's a lot. But when you get up Benjo Flats um, and those areas where where the deeper creeks and then a lot of those feeder creeks spill into the deeper part of the creek. Yeah. You, you sometimes wonder, and I do a lot, I wonder, do the fish at some stage sit at the mouth of those creeks on those little ledges and would you be able to troll along oh, those edges? definitely. And, and, and you're right, when we get to Hinchinbrook, we don't throw a lure out and troll and go, let's see what happens for a day. No, not unless you're at the bluff or at Hectate yeah. or something like that. Then sure, but um, my horizons are so non-broadened that yeah. I limit myself. And, um, like, I make no secrets that Hinchinbrook is, a, for most of the time, a battle for me and it's the most – it's the mecca. It's beautiful, but you know, it's a hard fishery. It is a – yeah, it is. It is a hard fishery, and, and it sorts the men from the boys. Um, for, then you can have Reese who nails 10 in the last hour of a tournament and kills it, you know, 10 70s. And, and um, look, you and I have had days there where it's we've blistered it because it's incredible. The thing about Hinchinbrook, which makes it so beautiful, is there's so many choices. Yeah. You know, let's go to the bluff. Bluff ain't working. Let's go to the mouth of Sunday. That's not working. Let's go around the Benji Flats. That's not working. Let's go over to, to Missionary or Con. Go chase some Nanny Guy in Con. Yeah. Go around the Hectate and go chase King Salmon or some Meter Plus Barras. Go and have a look at the Crocs. Go around to the Pylons in Missionary and see if we can pick up a finger mark. Speaking of Crocs, good 
big one swimming along the beach at Cardwell during the week. Chatter sent me a photo. Yeah. And so did his brother Malcolm, who's up from down south on yeah. holiday. That's um, amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, it is, mate, and it's something we don't do not do. I remember many years ago in the Ingham Rod and Reel, um, renowned game skipper Laurie Wright from Cairns. Yeah. Laurie's not a caster. He's not a flicker. No. He's, Laurie's just a, a fisherman who enjoys a day out. Um, very good on the marlin. There's not many better in, in the country or the world than Laurie. Yeah. Um, but he threw a lure out in Benjo Flats and got the biggest barra of the <laughs> tournament. And you just sort of sit back and go, yeah, yeah there you go. We never, <laughs> never do that. The beauty about... And like I mentioned last week on our Barrow special show, I love throwing at the drains. And, and cattle, which is my favourite. I, I, I'll go to cattle before Hinchinbrook. Yeah. Um, Haven't cattle, been there for a few years, have you? Um, no, I've done a sneaky couple of trips last year. Yeah. But nothing like I would like to. Like and I'll get to. back into it. Um, the show dictates a lot of what we do now, Gaz. It does. You know, and um, but I'd never give up this show. Um, yeah, I don't have them run, run off gutters and drains. And uh, like when you rock up to Benji Flats and it's perfect, there's a little bit of bait out the front that you've got that dirty water pouring off. You hear a buff or two. That's just a fishing mecca for me. That's that's what I absolutely love. And um, it is an incredible place. But like we mentioned, it, it can be a it can be a really really hard place. Oh. Yeah. So, but, yeah. like, but that's everywhere, isn't it? It's like everywhere. And it's like working out your tides, like you're trolling. It, mm. if, if there was a three-metre run, you'd go, I'm not trolling that bank. I'm going nowhere near it. But if it's a 1.5-metre run, mm. you'll go, I'll, I'll have a crack on that. Yeah. I reckon I'll do all right yeah. on that bank. Um, upgrade. Do you upgrade hooks on your lures? Or? Six. The VMCs I run. Yeah. I run VMCs. Um, and I don't have a problem with the six strongs. Yep. If I'm, you know, if I, when I'm flicking the timber, um, I, I run three strongs because they're super strong and they are a little bit forgiving if I need to them. But if you get a 50 jack grab hold, you're going to get them. But um, when I'm trolling the walls, quite often, remember when I'm trolling the walls, like a six strong isn't a necessity because you can let them run. They will run. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to pull them up. The only time sometimes I've got to be put some serious hurt on them is when I'm, um, fishing the ends of the walls, trolling the ends. Because if you're not quite through, if they hit you before you're down the side of the wall, they'll take off, steal 30 metres of line. And then if they wrap you around the corner, it's all over, you know. But in that case, you just got to fish like you're fishing in the pylons. You just got to hit free spool and turn the boat around and, and hope that when you um, come up, you're still connected and, um, and they haven't wrapped you around 20 rocks. And quite often, everything works out fine but there's no point keeping the pressure on when your fish goes around the corner because you're just going to blow the line so do you if you're trolling a bank you get a nice fish on head out to the middle yeah straight away straight away turn the boat straight out straight away i keep my motor running because it, quite often the, the, that normally from the island from maggie will be pushing me back into the wall so um and i don't want to be fighting the fish getting closer and closer to the wall barrows don't brick you they do not brick you when you get done over by a bar, it's not because it's dived back into a rock. It's because he's gone past the rock and changed yep. direction. That's how they do you over. They're not purposely. Like in the timber, it's a little bit different, but they're not like a, a, a brutal jack or, or a um, my beloved cod. They're, they're not purposely trying to do it like that pair are. Cod. Yeah, yeah. They are. You know, sometimes trolling, 
you have that whack and you go, oh, this is a good barra. Yeah, it's a bloody cod. And then in two seconds, it comes to the surface with its mouth open spinning and you go, yeah. God, that felt like a good barra good here. Call. I love it when we talk about, because, and it's true, um, 35 plus years of trolling that wall um, and I can count the finger mark on my hand. You know, but the last few years... They've been turning up. Yes. And every time you and I talk about getting finger mark on the wall, I get one. Yeah. It's like, it's weird, mind that? you, the last one I got, and it raised some eyebrows, and it wasn't trolling, this was flicking. Yeah. But I, I went out to um, outside wharf there, sat my 30 metres away, and I flicked the, one of our um, Cure Starts Now lures under there. Right, so it's in 44 foot of water. Um, and I was just slow rolling it out, chasing the barra. And a big finger mark, I don't know how big that finger mark was, 70-something. Good size. Yeah, yeah, but he engulfed it. And um, and I landed it. And so I put it on our page, you know, yeah. um, finger mark, 40 foot of water, caught it on. And it raised eyebrows. So people thought I was full of it because um, I was using a, a lure that dived less than a metre. What they don't realise is that... You know, and I'm not talking. We've caught a lot of finger mark and harbour, but very few troll on the walls. They're yep. all in, around the pylons and so forth. And myself, Brendan Vasey, um, Trent Palmer, a few other guys have all caught horse finger mark in really deep water on shallow diving lures. You, they hunt on the surface out there of a night time. You know, I've heard of legal largemouth nanny guy under that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mate, wouldn't know be... what's down there. I caught my first ever 50-centimetre jack on the on the rock wall. Yeah. I'd only just come to Townsville from Broome. Yeah. And it's troll, the holy grail, mate. Trolling at daylight. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a nice You fish. don't have to troll at night time. No. You will get plenty of fish trolling right daylight. on daylight. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll talk uh, more trolling and uh, what to look at. I might have a little look at, uh, like, rocky headlands and stuff like that. Yeah, Because for sure. the capes are... A nice little area for a little look. For yeah, and I'll let you know my favourite colours on the lures. you got a favourite colour. No, I do have a few. All right. We'll go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back... I'm a colour man. I think it does make a difference sometimes, I must admit. Don't Let's look see. at me like that, Gary. All right. Oh, just a nice song. Nice little song for you, Marty. You feel like you're sinking like a
Ship Destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship Destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a Destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. You know, made a toe years ago, when it comes to saving us mobs on bucks, and ever since they delivered my new dual cab you, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A beautiful morning here, nice and cloudy. Let's uh, go to the bomb and just have a little look and see what the weather is doing as I wait for Marty to find his way back to the studio. I don't know where he is. He's gone to the toilet, must have fallen down it, I reckon. He hasn't come back. Righto, we have... Townsville weather for today, when I can find it. As we know, it's uh, fairly breezy out there. Not. So here we go. Today's weather. We can expect a, a day of possible rainfall is uh, 0 to 1 mil, and it is around the 20, uh, 26 at night, 31 during the day with showers, as per usual. And then Monday... Monday is 26 degrees at night. Let's just go to an ad break. Marty's locked himself out and I can hear him banging on the door. We'll be back is after your this. wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your new tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town, with all the big-name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli, and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. 
live across North Queensland on 4K1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. <laughs> Nothing like your co-host locking himself out of the building and not knowing how to get back in. To oh, I was fairly banging on that door and I I'll could, be on video too. I could hear you belting the door. I said, I wonder what he's doing out there. Then I had to do an impromptu weather <laughs> to wait for you to come back. Then I hear you smashing the door. Because I, I knew that you'd come, I could hear you talking. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. No, I'm stuck here. Yeah, you're yeah. out there trying to get in. So remember that number, Marty? I've remembered that number you now. It. it is implanted. It's a very easy one. It Mate, is. We were talk, we've been talking about trolling. It's been really, really cool um, about uh, your little tactics. And you said about colour choice. Yeah, for sure. I've got certain colours that... Um, that I like that I use it's certainly and a color that's famous throughout the world is the brown tiger, which yeah. is uh, brown and, and gold. It's not the most super looking color. Nils Master do a really really nice version of it. You know, with the the gold hues that go yeah. under the body and then over the top, you've got brown and black um, sort of markings. I love that one. Um, there's a color called rainbow. Purple rainbow, red rainbow with um, yeah. with classic barras, and that they've got sort of like coppery colours. I love that one. And then your traditional ones like uh, Guns and Roses, which is green and yellow. Do you um, like that colour? Guns and Roses. I love it. Love it. Caught a lot of barras on that one. The other one I've caught a lot of barra on, which sitting on the shelf doesn't move a lot because people don't like the look of it. But it's called Nitro. So, and Nitro is a three segmented colour, um, with the last colour being black with silver crosses on it and then yellows and, and reds in, in sort of three stages yeah. colours and it works very well for me. So, yeah, and then obviously you've you've always got to have your straight golds, your metallic golds. I don't use golds like anywhere where I used to. And I'm strange because there's um, – I would far prefer use ghost, a colour called ghost, which, which is a grey opaque silver, um, as opposed to uh, redhead, which is straight white with a red head. That colour is – I've worked it plenty yeah. of times and it doesn't seem to work very well. There is a straight white – um, but I think the ghost works better than the straight white in that situation, whereas white is probably my my, my all-time favourite um, colour for lures. Or my jackals and my plastics, most of them are white. What about the best, uh, the, the, that barra blue? That, you Never know, ever blue, put blue on. Blue, red, yellow. It's They call it barra blue. It's been right a, Nils Master did. Yeah, I think I know the one. That, you With that nice sort of boys blue, yeah. a baby blue sort of colour yeah, on it. Yeah, and then a, a, usually a red chin and then yellow mm. and usually striped. Yeah, no. It's a, I very seldom go for a lure with blue in it, which is strange because it's my fa one of my favourite looking lures. Like, remember that I could look at it for hours on end, the, like the, the colour scheme on the Reedy's Mighty Mites or the oh, I love, Amazon. Yeah. I used to love throwing them around yeah but the blue on that you know the silver with the with the blue top and the blue yeah. um uh triangular sh shapes down the side just looks so good yet would i pick it up and use it no no and am i stupid for that probably uh, but it's just the color that i very 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 seldom use and then one of the most boring colors but um Absolutely love it. Like it was in the Dempster range, the George Dempsters, and he used to do the um, the straight yellow with a, a, a hue of red over the top, but then he would put black Nico markings on yep. it with upside down Vs and and the slight swirl squiggle lines and everything. And it's just, it, 
he had the pattern down because every lure was exactly the same and even though he hand does them he'd never changed that pattern up and it looks so good it really did you it's know, just it brings back lots of memories of for that me color nils master used to do one called the banana yeah yeah it was yellow and had not a scale pattern in black but little triangles in black along it yeah and uh, trolling in the territory that was one of our favorites i bet um it worked a treat then they stopped doing it i haven't seen that color nils master has some of the best nils master's got the best fluoro on the market that bright oh, orange that is beautiful with them silvers it almost looks like, it doesn't look like paint it looks like elf oil it's that yeah. good um absolutely love it another company that used to do a cracker was um lure was called crankbait corp um yep. and the and the uh the breed of that lure was fingerling a fingerling from uh, crankbait corp and uh there again i'm not sure what the paint jobs were but they weren't actually paint it was like a stencil and uh they done some of the best colors no one of the first ever lures to implement using um a floating lure with an inbuilt yeah. weight so it would suspend fairly well but they're so light where so i've got a new lease of life now with all of these light lures um yeah. for throwing them on bakers because as i mentioned in previous shows i'm i'm um i'm pretty in love with bfs which is uh, yeah, the bait finesse systems yep. it's purpose-built bait caster reels with super shallow reel or spools um that can cast lures that were only ever um are castable on spin gear i mean accurately and successfully um and remembering they only hold 60 70 yards of line because of these shallow spools but when you're throwing at the at the drains and so forth it just gives you a new lease of life it, it uh, opens up many a door with your cast with your trolling um hmm. do you ever put anything like shallow like a gold bomber and maybe go across flats or anything like that have you ever tried no and and so and, and i should gaz we all should we should all and that that sometimes thoughts the men from the boys i wish I just I need to be confident. I need to have an instinct. If I don't have a feeling or or, or intuition or a no, um, I tend not to do it. But that you never learn if you don't. No. You never learn. I'm too scared of sacrificing half an hour. And you know what? That's when you should do it on them days when you've just beat the water. You flogged it to a to death for nothing. That's when you should go. You know what? Let's do stuff that we never do that we never think of doing. Let's go grab a gold bomber and troll over the top of the Seymour. See what yeah. comes up. Because everyone fishes the flats around Lucinda, Hinchinbrook a lot. Yeah, why not troll in Benji a, Flats in the middle with a gold bomber? Yeah, throw a gold bomber out the back of the boat and just drive in eight foot of water, six foot of water. See what happens? A lot of, some people probably do it and, and are very successful at and it. And probably really secret squirrel on it because of that. We yeah. just don't know. And there would be a host of other species, Gazza, that you would pick up. You'd pick yeah. up them Fred fins and, and so forth. It, it's been a lot of years since I caught a good Freddy. It must be eight, nine years now. And oh, I love them. Just love them. And um, um, But I don't have anywhere where I can target them. Some, so have you ever seen up at Hinchinbrook when you're snag bashing, have you ever seen one of them giant king salmon going through the timber? Have it. Like the yeah. 1.3, 1.4s, and you just go, oh. 
I see more Threadfin down the Horton. Do you really? Than I do up at Hinsham Brook. Do they eat? Well, obviously, no. no. I've had them eat once. Yeah, Ryan used to get them on bait. Yeah, the, like, got them on a once. once. So I didn't get it. Brad, who lives a couple of doors down from me, I took Brad there. Yeah. And I fished this spot a, quite a bit, and um, he got a nice one. He got a really nice one on there. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you're saying you don't use gold lures all that much anymore. No, nothing like I used to. Nothing like I used to. So, used to um, call her a lot more. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's it's an interesting thing. It, um, I think we don't think outside the square, like trolling the flats at Hinchinbrook with a shallow running lure. Yeah. We'll throw surface lures there. We'll throw frogs or we'll throw poppers mm. or surface walkers. Yeah. But we won't drive along it with a lure 30 metres or 40 metres. No, and, and and we should because there's guys and girls that do do it and do it successfully. And um, see, I'm so learnt behaviour, and I think you are to a degree as well because we've done stuff for 30 years. And, and you know what? Let's not change that. We still yeah. catch fish. Yeah. It still works. But like Hinchinbrook, when I go up there and it just – it doesn't work for me. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Where do I go now? How do I, how do I, you know? And look, that comes with, well, you, like our mates are going up there ad nauseum. They're going up there week after week, whereas you and I, we yeah. don't do that. No. We're sort of like, let's, let's try here or let's try there. So, and. You don't want to waste your day when you go up there. That's, we don't want mm. to experiment and waste your day mm. when we go up there every now and then and go, let's go to Hinchbrook. We don't want to go there and go, well, let's try this. Yeah, for Although sure. Although the results are usually exactly the same doing everything we do. Not all, every time. Not all so, the time no, right? no, sometimes we have some absolute crackers yeah. up there. And then then you scratch your head and go, because you that? go, ah. Oh. Yeah. Then you go back and implement it again and go, oh. Damn it. <laughs> Frustrating this fishing, I'll take up golf. No, I won't. <laughs> let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, uh, we'll go to uh, Motor Marine, have a chat with Fran. Yeah, see how Fran's going. Yeah. Yeah, have a little chat there and see how they're going over there. And awesome. I've got to, I've got to get a, my motor service, so I've got to go and see the gang at Rising Sun Marine during the week. Yep, I wonder how Pierre's going. Yeah, we'll find out and see how Pierre's going as well. Let's go to a song and an ad break. Thanks, but mate. When we come back, uh, we'll be there. So
4K1 G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1 G. 4K1 G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1 G, your deadly radio station. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station Sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Time to head to Motor Marine and have a chat with Fran. How are you going, Fran? Oh, hang on. My bad. My bad. Hello, Fran. Hello. Can you oh, hear me? I got you now. That was operator oh. error. Okay, hi. Now, don't hi. you listen to Gaz about them prizes. He's stirring you up. <laughs> No, no, that's all good. Yeah, we'll um, we'll have to uh, team up a few more for sounds, you in the next couple of weeks. Sounds yeah, fantastic. I'll, I'll we've still got part. another bag there, so um, I think oh, next week. Do? Yeah, yeah, we've got another one. Yep. Oh, okay. I thought we had used them up. No, no, we've got one left. I've got one sitting one there ready left. to go. Okay. Yep. Yep, yep. Well, we'll we'll get some more ready for you guys. That'll be great. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've um. We've had quite a bit of stock come in this last month, January. Did so, I, um, did I see a big stack of Minn Kodas on your photo? Actually, yeah. I was just going to say we have had the biggest shipment of Minn Kodas received for the last three years. Whew. Just this last month, can't believe all the stock. Uh, all the popular models are now in stock. Um, so, uh, a twelve volt, fifty-five pound, sixty-inch. Even um, the most popular 80-pound, 72-inch is now available, which hasn't been for at least six months. So uh, that one is a really good seller. And then I don't know if you guys know about the Minn Kota do uh, an 87-inch shaft, 112-pound, 36 volts. Aren't the guys um, from the reef, the, the, with their reef boats, yeah. um, jumping on them? Oh, gosh, yeah. Like you've got no idea. Such a, such a popular model. I've only got one left yep. out of this lot. Um, and then they're like at least three, four months in between orders um, before we see some more of those. Um, 
Not sure if you're aware or if our listeners are aware, when you get that model for uh, the bigger boats, of course, 87-inch, it also comes, it's the only one that um, comes with um, the quick-release bracket in the yep. box, which is the, the heavy-duty model, as you know, if you go 72-inch yes. uh, or 87-inch, uh, Minn Kota recommend you've, you've got to have the heavy-duty uh, quick-release bracket with that model. So that comes standard with that 87-inch shaft. Also, you get the stabiliser, the head support. That comes uh, in the box with that model. So just a few extras included. And that 87-inch model is also a link model. So if you have a hummingbird, of course, you can link the two up and make it extra easy for yourself. So... Um, one of those left at the moment in stock, but the other models, even 112-pound, 36-volt, uh, 72-inch, we've got a, a few left of those in stock if the 87-inch is a bit too long. Yep. Um, just in case uh, our listeners are, are not aware, we also do everything for that Minkota setup in stock, including the wiring harnesses. Uh, we make them up in store. We can help out if they don't have the bow plate on the boat. So basically, yeah, come and see us if, you, if you're looking at an electric for your boat, whether it's the creek or outside, um, that we do sell a lot of them and we can give you an idea how much that setup is going to cost for your boat. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the, of course, this time of the year, barra opening and such, it's always a, a, a popular time for us with um, Minkota sales. Um, so, yeah, we do have good stock. Come in and, and check them out. Uh, we've had um, two Revival Cabin fiberglass boats arrive this month as well. Yep. Um, a 640 and a 580. 640 is sold. It's getting fitted up. But the 580 has just made it to the showroom this week. It's ready to go. Come in and have a look. It's such a roomy boat for a 580. Um, it's got plenty of room in between your two front seats, um, driver and passenger, plenty of room in that cabin, plenty of room at the back for the fishermen. Like, just come and have a look. It is such a nice boat. Beautiful. And you've, it, you've seen them, uh, Gary, haven't you? Yes. You, uh, yeah, yeah. No, we, very uh, nice. We out of stock for a little bit but now like everything it, it's starting to roll in everything's we're, starting we're, to roll in is nice it's good yeah. and uh, get, getting into that time of year where uh, uh, motors need to be serviced or looked after and and all sorts oh, of stuff our workshop department is always just flat out honestly yeah it's uh, uh in very very good um we're at least like a three to four week uh booked up Yep. So very, very busy in the workshop. Um, but, yes, definitely. I find, yeah, February can be one of those months because they want to just get ready before Easter break. Which is coming so, along very quickly. Is, yeah, yeah. Um, early... April. Is it early April? Yes. Yeah, this year. So we've got a bit of time up our sleeves, but certainly don't leave it last minute. Uh, a lot of people heading away. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, workshop department is always really good. Everyone yeah. leaves it to last minute. Yeah, don't we know it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fran, what time are you guys open till today? On a Saturday, 8 o'clock till 12 o'clock, and then everyone takes off. Yes. 
Good stuff. Okay. All Thank right. Thank you. You have a nice weekend and a nice. You. Thanks, Fran. Thank you, Fran. Yes. Bye, Marty. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. See ya. Thank bye, Fran. Bye, everyone. Bye, this phone from Motor Marine down there. Family been around the uh, around the. Um, traps for many many years what most people don't know is tony's actually a bit of a character he's a good good fella mate yeah he is a good good, fella but a very funny sense of humor and yeah yeah um, we're very lucky on the show to have uh uh, all the boat shops in townsville um jump on board townsville marine yeah um, rising sun marine and motor marine so uh, whoever your persuasion is in boat shops indeed um, we we, got them covered uh, we recommend them all so uh if you uh uh, looking for a boat motor or and I've shopped at them all so have I shared the love shared them all like I said I've got to go over to uh, motor marine uh, to uh, t- rising sun marine during the week and yeah. book my uh, yammy in for a service get the service done haven't had it done for 12 months it's probably overdue it is due yeah and uh, getting to that time of year in winter where we like um, heading out if the weather's good hmm. out in the blue water and spending a whole day motoring around out there it's uh, very very wise because as we know our coast guard do a awesome job they do hey i was just in the um ad break uh, talking uncle noz and snaggy knots in the boys yeah um they're over near red rock and um out in the bay at the moment where there's a lot of boats just quietly yeah and um They've caught one shark for the day, very, very slow. So they've even reverted to doing a bit of bait fishing, trying to find them, but nothing's coming up on the sounders. Um, and I was telling him, I said, well, some mates of mine who are pretty serious fishers, you know yep. what they're doing, just completely struggle over there. It's just, it, And it's strange. I don't know what's happened in this last week, but it hasn't been a cracker start. There's been barracord. Don't worry about that. Yeah, mate. But is. no one's, and especially especially up the Hinchy. Like, uh, as you said, a few guides. Struggling. It's really, really struggling. Um, it'd be interesting to talk to Reese actually. Reese if you're listening, send us a message. Let us know how you went yesterday, because Reese was um, Hinchinbrook bound Mate, yesterday. Uh, so it'd be it, interesting to know if he found a few. Obviously, he knows yeah. the joint Chris very, Chris Wilcox very well. sent me a couple of photos during the week, which were in Eddie's column yesterday of Connor and Luke. Yeah. Got a couple of nice uh, barras on the flats over there. Beautiful. Um, so and Jason Masters, who's a bit of a freak, just quietly, um, he was um, saying, yeah, definitely shallow troll the flats. It's a really good idea. Yeah, good stuff, Jason. It is, mate. We we don't think outside the square, but we we're time managed. We don't want to waste time. No, trying to make so. And that's why I was saying maybe next time when you just you flog the water to a foam and it's not happening, step outside. But how with Paul Bert and see what's going on. How many times do we drift over the shallows at Hinchinbrook and go, oh, look at the size of that barra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go. There's something in it. And how often have you been flicking the edge of timber and then out in the middle in the mouth you hear a, a proper barra buff? Yeah. And that should be, that's when the, the wheels should start turning and you go, right. How do I make that fish eat me? And by doing a few trolls back and forwards in that mouth with a shallow diver, why not? Yeah. Over the flats. Because remember, like there's channels into the mouth. So you, as as much as you're trolling over the top of the flat, you're going off edge, there's contours, there's, there's drop-offs, there's all sorts yeah. that barra don't need to be sitting in timber or in rocks to be there. They will sit on the edges of sandbars oh, and yeah. mud bars. It's interesting. We'll we'll play a song in an ad break. We'll go to Dom quickly. But uh, I've organised a guest on the phone next week. Oh, have you now? I'm not going to divulge because he's never been on the show before. He's an avid fisherman. 
loves his fishing. Uh, just a little. It's not going to be controversial, is no, it? Little, just so we've dropped the Rolf Harris thing. Yeah, he's, uh, he's off. He's off. A little right. sweetener. He's held the BBL trophy three times. He's played for the Mumbai Indians in the IPL. He's won Sheffield Shield cricket trophies. And he's a bloody good bloke, and I've been meaning to have him on for a long time. So, oh, now you've sparked my so, interest. And he loves his fishing. You know who his best fishing mate is? Mervyn. Brett Lee. Brett Lee. Benger. Oh, it'd be great to have Kim Hughes on the show. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and we'll get quickly head up to uh, Dom. And, or should I just go straight to an ad? We'll run that. No, let's run that. No, go on. to it. Yeah, do it. Whatever blows your hair back, I'm Gary. I'm going, mate. Let's, this will, mate bit of rock marty i love it when you try so hard pathetic you're pathetic
live across North Queensland on 4K 1G. This is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K 1G Fishing Show. And I just sent me a photo of some rat barrows they're getting across uh, the bay or wherever they're fishing. Let me see what he says by rats. 59. Oh, well. They're close. Let's head up to... More close, they're over. A couple of little texts there. This cricketer played for the Sydney Sixers. That's Don't know, I'm mate. On. No, you got no hope, mate. Doesn't play for Liverpool, who aren't doing all that well this year. G'day, Dom. How are you, mate? Morning, Jan. Good. <laughs> in, the, in the aircon's nice. Beautiful it yeah, is, mate. It's a bit warm, mate. How'd you peel up tomorrow? yesterday, you old fart? Bit hot, eh? Uh, I had the ambulance waiting at the ramp for me. <laughs> It was hot, mate. Oh, yeah. Uh, whoever, whoever went out brave yesterday was... Yeah. Oh, it was horrible, mate. I, I'm actually uh, going to launch the boat in uh, Jindabyne Lake next week because it's only 10 degrees there. It's horrible. It was very, very yeah. hot, but that's the way we love it. Yeah, it's that time of year, eh? So, it is, mate, yeah. Anyway. That time of year where I go out in the boat and go, every year I say I'm not going out in this boat. And every year I do and say exactly the same thing. And, you know, every year starts off the same. We've got a bit of dirty water. It, it's like you're keen to go and give it a go. Like we went on Wednesday and it was like, yeah, we know the couple. We've seen a couple. And it was like, where are they? Like, there's a couple of young guns getting around on the beaches and around pylons and all that. They're knowing the fuel and rubbers and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, even the commercial fellas, uh, it's been quite out in this area. Uh, north of us might be a little bit more, and the birdie can smash and the big fellas again. So, um, yeah, I, I just, there's no answers. I think the answer is like you say, Gary, every year we say we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go, we shouldn't be going and should be waiting for the water to clean up and the weather to get a bit cooler so the days are pleasant when you're going across in flats or up in creeks. Oh, it was, it was just stifling. Like I was saying to Marty earlier on, we all try and find a nice little pocket out of the wind in a creek corner yep. to lure nicely. Yep. But, uh, mate, I would have given anyone a 30-knot breeze from the southeast to fish in yesterday. Cool, was well, hot. Wednesday, we, we had a nice area and we had the breeze all the time and then we said, bugger, we'll try and go into here, but there was a little bay in the back and you couldn't breathe. There was no oxygen. It was like, Really? Oh, it, was hor- it was horrible, but that's yeah. that's what we why we live up here. We love this weather, apparently. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's notoriously hot. Even last night, until the storms come in at late. I yeah, think the storms come in late last night, one o'clock, eleven o'clock. So, how many fish uh, did you get the other day between you all? Uh, I think we. Oh, I think there was four. No it, jacks, no cods. No, nah, it's been a very tough, uh, very tough start to the season. Some guys have been James, going very well. Jason and and Riley, they they went, um, they were they were on the channel. No, they were just all rats. No, nothing legal. They roll one legal. But yeah, it's like, where's all our fish gone? Oh, we were just talking about that before we oh, come there. Some of our they should be just jumping. Yeah. You know, it's all right where you all are in north and south where it's open to the system. What's the matter with Hinchinbrook Channel? Like, to be honest, the barriers, you should be able to walk on their backs. 
Mate, some of the lads down here have found a couple. The Neil boys of um, Toby yeah. have found yeah. a couple of good sized fish. Yeah, but no, he's saying Hinchinbrook. Yeah, Hinchinbrook. In particular, no, why? No, I said that. Yeah, it's so interesting. In a, in, a, in a place that's closed from netting for 35 odd years, that place should be just like an aquarium, stocked every year. But it's not. Yeah, all right, the boys are working hard. Even with all this technology they got, they can find their mod patches that are around and they'll work them till they get a bite. But generally, for the place that it is and what we've seen in that place over the, over the time and even talking to our fathers from prior, like, now you stand at Missionary Bay, for existence, and you look... And where the mountain ranges are on the island, back to where the creek lines are on the mudflats, that was all water once upon a time. And over the centuries, it's just grown out to where it is today. And in 25 years, things have changed that dramatic. It's crazy. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Maybe the weather changes and has been, and yeah. geographically everything changes. So, um, what's what's pushing all that? Like, what's what's changing it? Are we are we growing that fast, and we don't know what? What's actually and and they're picking on the wrong stuff, you know. Now, now they're targeting all the, the all, all the scientific data is just really manipulated to suit a cause. To be honest, it's just and it's just why. Why maybe we should be restocking more? Maybe that barrel farm was putting a lot of fish back in the system. Maybe our waterways were running different. There's no prawn. Where's that? Why is there no prawn? There's no bait in the channel no more like there used to be. Yeah, it's an interesting one. But then saying that, mate, we have a bumper wet season and then we're sitting there going, geez, how good's the fishing a year from that or two years from that? It's, yeah, it's but a... you go back, and the, and the thing is, we got all that data from the, the Hinchinbrook Tag and Release Tournament going back how far compared to what it was to what it is today and compared to what we started with, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14 foot boats, right, with a paddle in it and a little old cable drawn electric at the front to where we got 300 horsepower on the back of an 1825 stealth flying up the channel with all the technology that you could fry chickens with yeah fair point but you and didn't... then the number and the numbers are decreased they're not increasing they're decreasing and it doesn't matter if, the, if, if it's a townsville bash or the barra comp or this comp or that comp the results aren't there and you've got bigger and better guns you've got these young fellas with technology based up behind them and Ryan Moody and all them educate people out reed sounders and all this sort of gas out there. It's looking for the perfect storm and yet the results aren't there. It's fair income. Mm. The results aren't there. Anyone can say whatever they want. The results aren't there. I, but I think like the Barabash and that, there's more Barras through the Barabash and Ingham Rod and Reel now than there was in Ingham Rod and Reel in the early days. And I, and I would say that the barra quality well, there's, there's not there's not 600 barras caught no barra i disagree with you there guys the quality yeah, of bar barra's quality is better the quality's better numbers yeah. are way down to what they used to be guys yeah, but they were but all put, but we weren't chasing big fish but they were back in back in those days they were yeah. tiny fish getting caught they so were very the very small fish you were allowed you're allowed Where's to measure a you were allowed to measure a 35 centimetre barra back then. Hmm. Yeah, you but can't that's now. Fine, but where's, where's the winning teams catching the barra? Jalaki. No, the winning team. They're not even fishing in the channel. They're, th they're fishing through Benjo Flats and stuff like that. Yeah, but all the winning teams don't catch the barras in the channel. 
Yeah, but the scoring system's also different. It's your 10 best fish. Once upon a time, it was as many as you could lay on the deck. That's why 30, 30, 35 or 30 to 40 centimetre barras were getting laid on the deck and photographed. It, it's totally different um, fishing style and, and I would say rule system now than it was back then. Like you would think back in those days, you should have been able to cast and catch 60, 70, 80 centimetres willy-nilly because there was only one boat ramp basically they could get in at Fishers and one at Lucinda and yeah, there was hardly yeah, anyone on. around the channel back then. Yeah, but the, like you said, the point system was different. Totally different. So it's hard to... Yeah, but, yeah. It's yeah, hard the point, to... The point, the point system back then with the barrel tournament for Inchenbrook was on... It was on numbers. Numbers, More yeah. Numbers you hoard, yeah, and it was all tea bag and all them rat barrows and yeah. 40 and 50 fish. But then you get the blokes that come close on catching six legal barrows on an open session or 10 legal barrows. They were the ones that starting to fish differently instead of tea bag. But they never, yeah. they never seen that many big fish there. The, the meter, the meter trophy at those early comps hardly ever went off. No, yeah, the only the time they went off was trolling the bluff. Yeah. yeah, they were trolling. Yeah. yeah, but that that was their style of fishing. And yeah, they, and and they always be, and they still do it today. That's their style. Of yeah, fishing. that's what they, they like fishing. But they now they don't go plugging in. They they target all that ledge and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's different. It's hard to say because it's so totally different fishing. Anyway. All right, mate. We better keep rolling on. We've got about seven minutes to give some stuff away. Hey. You. Much rain up your way? Uh, we're getting rain like everybody else's. The storms are coming over, which is good. It's just, and the river's up again, so we're keeping that flow. But I think the river really needs to, we need a medium, like small major flood where the river explodes and pushes through palm, cattle, all that sort of country. Yep. Yeah. And starts overflowing in the Victoria Creek and General Landing and it. And it really does its deeds. And, and, and maybe, Gary, a lot of them barrows all push up into the river feeding into where yeah. they normally are anyway. Yeah. So, and I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem to be the bait. Like, they, they, you hear the boys, they're pushing up the river or they're pushing up the top of the, the main creeks and all that sort of stuff. And it just seems, I don't know. It's this time of year. Once the water clears up, we start seeing what the, what the results are. But the boys on the beach here are catching nothing, even with nets. They're catching up. Yeah, no. I've seen a few photos of um, lads right up the Herbert in drains and stuff have been going all right. <laughs> but the, the well, quietness isn't just hinchy no. at the moment. It is everywhere. everywhere it so. really it's is. across the whole board, Marty. Yeah, yeah. Even, even Jay up in Cairns and all that. Like they, you know, like it, it, it has been quite... There's, I reckon there's more fish caught land-based now with the runoffs. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. Different sorts of yeah. fish, uh, a lot of freshies involved, but you're right. And yeah. you got to be, it's a good time to mention to be vigilant if you're land based with them runoffs at the moment. There's some big gators and, getting and, around. And have a 44 calibre pistol beside you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, one of the lads, he was walking the other week and he went, he was going to one of the land base. And as he was walking down the street because the water was running over it, this uh, 12 foot croc. Cross the headland in front of him, he turned. <laughs> That's me. Thanks for coming. See ya. See you later. <laughs> on, that, on that note, have a good day, fellas. You All too, right, bro. Buddy. Enjoy.
Thanks, Dom. See you, mate. Bye-bye. There's Dom up there at Wild Local if you're passing. For sure. And look, you know what? You are right. It's a different it's, tournament. It's, it's a lot different. These, We're not mate. chasing rats no more. You're not. So the numbers are I different. I do. <laughs> That's all I can catch. Yeah. <laughs> Time to Rethink give some... that comment. How yeah. many prizes we given away, young Gary? Four. Four prizes. Four prizes today. Ready to go? Well, wait up, wait up, wait Don't up. forget my page there has all the numbers of the people I took to. Yeah, so I've got two pages to look at. So, so pick that up off the floor. Gonna have to bear oh, Don't throw fine. all my people in the bin, mate. Are you trying to have, make people... I can do that on my own. No. All good. Have you got that there? You can read those names I properly. can read it. It's right here, Gary. All right. Righto, Marty. Let's give away the fibre finish measuring sticker first. And it's a good one, too. Thanks to Chris and the gang there. We'll have to give Chris a ring soon. Have a little chat with him. Number 70. 70. Number oh, se- it's an early one. Mike. Jump on the phone, Mike. You're number 70. You've won yourself an awesome Fibre Finish sticker. Thanks to uh, the gang at Fibre Finish. Chris and the gang are over there. Beautiful. He's, he's revamped them a little bit. Yeah, very nice. A little bit skinnier than the normal one, so, um, yeah, not too bad at all. Number 70, Mike, won yourself an awesome prize. When you say you've got about three seconds to ring in, that's all. That's Then you get them to ring in. But uh, jump on the phones, Mike. You have won yourself a awesome measuring sticker thanks to the gang at Fibre Finish. Some beautiful stuff in there at Fibre Finish. There is indeed. He, uh, he was in. I was in there during the week, and he's uh, all over it. Even little tips for people just touching up their fiberglass boats and stuff yep. like that. So I'll have to shoot in there. I've I've had my um my um floor on now for coming on to four years. So uh, time for a change. So is it four years? Yeah, yeah. I've had it on there for a long time now. Yeah, mine's going on. Yeah, think about it. He uh, Chris uh, Chris picks stuff on mine that I don't even see. Ten uh, seconds, my man. I'm not redrawing it. I'm not doing the redraw thing. That's it. Number 70. Mike. We're not? No, mate. Right, that's your call. your call. To our listeners, if it was me, I'd be redrawing. This is Gaz's call. That's why I've hardly got any prizes. This is Gaz's really call. stingy. Gaz's call. 70, Mike. That's it. Time's up. You're done. Righto, Marty. Let's give away the Iron Man bag. This is the big bag full of goodies. And then our other Iron Man bag has the uh, GNT Fishing School brag mat. 68. 68 is. 68 is. Mm, not on my sheet. 68. Number 68. Not on my... Kayla. Kayla. Jump on the phones, Kayla. You've won the awesome Iron Man bag thanks to the gang at Iron Man. It's got some uh, Bushmen in there. It's got a prawn lure in there. It's got bits and pieces of everything. So 68, Kayla. Jump on the phones. The best thing about them prawn lures, I've heard a heap of people ask the questions, yeah, but the hook's strong enough. Is the hook's super thick gauge. Yeah, very, they are very so, and strong. strong. Very strong hook. So, uh, so yeah. yeah, looking forward to uh, throwing them around when the water cleans up. They're, they've got their little application. Now, you can't throw them in the snags. No. Uh, they'll be a bit... But throw them at the gutter. Yeah, let's just um, let's just go to the phones. Kayla's ringing, I reckon. Where am I? Morning fishing show. Hello, it's Kayla. How are you? Kayla, how are you going? You've won yourself. Thank you. I thought Kayla, but it's Taylor. Is it Taylor? 
I think Kayla, so. Kayla, with a K. Oh, with a K, it is Kayla. Sorry, right Kayla, you've won yourself an awesome Iron Man bag. Thanks to the boys at Iron Man. There's a bit of RID insect repellent. Frank, thank you from the gang at RID. So that will be at Tackle World on Ingham Road later today, Excellent. and I'll drop that off and you can pick it up from there. All righty, thank you so much. Thanks, no, Kayla. Right. Thanks for ringing in. All good, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. Very happy. Yeah, it's awesome. That was a good one. I haven't heard Kayla before, so that's nice. No. What are we doing now, Marty? The Mate, whatever. Whatever you want, my friend. $30 wild local voucher courtesy of Ooh. Dom and Beck up there in Ingham. This is a good one. Marty, what does it make you do? A $30 wild local. Go voucher. visit Ingham. Two riders. Say good day to Eugene. Morning, Eugene. Haven't heard from you for a while, mate. Here we go. The boom Here we go again. What's Gary's weakness? Men. 19, Zach. It's that was 19. Quick. It's right at the top of my list. Is it? No. Yeah. So that's Zach. That was the first one that came out. Jump on the phone, Zach. You've won yourself a $30 wild like Crikey, he's on speed dial. Or is, did he get your number from somewhere? Yeah. Morning fishing show. Morning, boys and ladies. How you going? Good. You've won yourself the $30 wild local voucher courtesy of Dom and Beck up there in Ingham. Yeah, appreciate it, guys, and I did have you on speed dial. <laughs> ah, you did, mate. You were, you were on there in a shot. So how's your week been? Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, besides the temperature, the humidity has been absolutely disgusting. Oh, I know. Oh, out of control. Horrible. Yeah, so. All right, buddy, that'll be a tackle world on Ingham Road for you to pick up when you're floating by during the week. Thank you all. Thanks, Zach. See you, bloke. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There we go. There's Zach. Pick that one up. Righto, our nighty and Iron Man bag has a uh, nighty brag mat in it, a Lawrence hat. Good little brag mats too. Don't forget to track me one down if we've got one. How do you owe Lee a nighty brag mat? Because he's me mate and done me a favour. Well, buy one off nighty and give it to him. just going to spin my wheel here. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend no more. You love me. Don't nope. stop it. I don't want to be your friend. Stop. Number... What's, what number is that? Number. 24. <laughs> 24. <laughs> Go through oh, the... my Lord, Gary. Go through the list. 24. Number 24. They're, mate, too late. They're on the phone already. But, uh, is this 24? Two... No, I can't even find it. Morning fishing. Grant. It's Grant. Grant. Morning fishing show. Morning, how we going? Who've we got there? You got Grant here? Yeah. We... <laughs> I found it just in time. Mate, you've won the got... Iron Man nighty bag today. Oh, I might have said you're going to open up your tackle box too and give yeah. us a few freebies. Oh, no, there's nothing in mine. <laughs> Mine's empty. Marty's uh, the one who opens yeah, up. Yeah, Gary's had nothing in his tackle for a long yeah. time, my friend. Marty's the one who opens up to men. Yeah, I haven't won for ages, so yeah. Oh, there you go, see? You must have given yeah. him the 50 bucks in the uh, in the brown paper bag. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble if Dazza, he told me. It's been about a year and a half since he's won. But we get so many well, calls when now. You when you don't write his number down and you tell him you do. Hey, Grant, I'll, 43. Drop, I'll drop that off at uh, Tackle World for you, mate, and you'll be able to pick that up uh, later on today or during the week. Okay, thanks, fellas. Good on you. Good, Good on, on you, you man. Bye. 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 There we go. How good's that? Yeah. yeah. No, you throw Dazzers away. <laughs> <laughs> what was that little whip? That's it for the day, mate. You're not going to give away the measuring sticker? No, mate, I told you. You mean it, don't you? Yeah. Oh, God. Mate, one day I'm going to be out of prizes. 
and and we won't have any to give away. So if I like when I went to Japan three years ago, I gave you a box full of Rapala. You, oh, do you know how many I gave away? The whole box in two no. weeks. No. Well, where's the box then? I haven't seen it. No. Is it still at your house? I've got a few. Or is it on eBay? No. I actually love Rapala. I think they're a great lure. lure. Beautiful. They finished the Rapala lure. Finished that, like the holographics inside them is mm. very, very special. Um, Marty, thanks heaps, mate. Mate, had a good show today. Yeah, I enjoyed it was that. Great, mate. A little bit, a little of, bit of passion. A little yeah, bit of a bit of trolling is is always good. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. Are you eating out on the weekend? No, too hot. You know what? I don't think so. I'm gonna I mow, don't think so. I'm going to mow the lawn tomorrow, do a bit of pruning. My rig's in getting serviced anyway. I've done the calipers and the done the whole oh, show. Yeah, I've got the trifecta. Done the trifecta. The the um, the rotors went, the pads went, and the calipers went. Well, when you drive it as fast and as... She was smoking on the side of the road. That was her. Oh, did you... After you on broke down on the side. I just pulled in um, to my crew over there at TJM to go do yep. a visit. Tony. And um, just got in there and there was making some horrible noises to the point where the, the pad just fell out. It was just like, I heard a noise when I pulled up, went, you know, like yeah. a bearing's about to go. And then in a very short period of time, it just went from um, bad to incredibly bad and uh, you couldn't touch the wheel. Well, I I went, had well my, that's me. I I'm done. I had my brakes done um, with... Townsville Torrent Alignment down there, is it? Townsville Torrent Alignment. Pilkington Street behind the take the thing out of your mouth, Gazza. Brian, isn't it? Plum. (laughs) So Brian down there, tucked in behind Chemist Warehouse, did my brakes and everything for me last year. It was awesome. Brian's a good lad. Very good. All right, mate, you have a nice weekend, as we always say. Oh, well, you have a nice weekend, man. Yeah, it'll be a chill-out one, mate. Nothing to do the... Sit near the fridge there, mate. Sit near the fridge. Yeah. I'll have the air con. If I do anything today, it's going to be a little bit of land-based stuff. Nah, I'm not eating Well, when I say today, I mean... Tomorrow. Yeah. Bordering on late Tonight. afternoon. I'm hoping for another nice storm. That one come out... They're coming over too late at the moment. We're missing everything. Mind you, I did get woken up last night with it um, hitting the roof. Well, it looks like when Beck was chewing on your arm, she woke you up. That is a savage bite. See how there's a bit of muscle there too now? There's no muscle there at all, mate. Okay. It's just flab and bone. Right, fair enough. Do you want to borrow a muzzle to put on it to stop it biting you? Everyone have a uh, very (laughs) safe weekend on the road. Morning, Beck. I love you. So do I. Morning. (laughs) Have a beautiful day. If you're on the roads and on the water, please be safe. We want you all back next week uh, to listen to our silly little show that we have so much fun doing. Damn Marty, right. Thanks so much. Thank look, you, Gazza. You're look awesome. Look forward to catch up with you uh, during the week. Me too, man. Week. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Bye for now.